0: You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on kpal965.com.
1: And wealth management studios online at matthew-james.com.
2: Runners on the road to the White House. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, and one of those challenging Republican frontrunner Donald Trump is his former vice president, launching a campaign today in Iowa. From running mate to political rival, Mike Pence says the country needs new leadership. Today our party and our country need a leader that will appeal, as Lincoln said to the better angels of our nature.
0: In a two-and-a-half-minute campaign video, Pence does not name his one-time boss, former President Trump, instead saying to who much is given, much is
2: required. Fox's Jared Halpern also joined the 2024 presidential race north to Governor, Governor Doug Burgum, who wrote in the Wall Street Journal this morning, America needs a new leader. The day after Chris
3: Christie announced in New Hampshire, he is running again. It was a mistake in 2016 not to confront Donald Trump early. Because I knew that so much of what he said was complete baloney. We're just
2: learning the two people shot and killed after a graduation in Richmond, Virginia, were an 18-year-old who would just gotten his diploma and his father, five others, were shot and wounded. At least a dozen more were injured, as Fox's Jill Nato reports.
4: Hundreds of people forced to run as gunfire ripped through a graduation ceremony outside a theater. A 19-year-old suspect tried to take off from the scene on foot. But Interim Richmond Police Chief Rick
5: Edwards said he was captured soon after the shooting.
6: We plan on seeking charges for
2: second-degree murder times two for that individual. In Florida, a white woman's been charged with manslaughter and the shooting death of a black neighbor she'd been feuding with. We want the same thing as Miss Owens's family. And that's justice. Marion County Sheriff Billy Woods tells Fox Susan Lorenz shot A.J. Owens through her front door, calling it unjustified, rejecting her self-defense claim. The sky is hazy from Detroit to Boston, down to New York and Washington, D.C., because of smoke from Canadian wildfires leading to unhealthy air quality alerts. America's listening to Fox News.
7: I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I,
0: because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
7: If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com.
2: Turkey's president has just told Russian leader Vladimir Putin a comprehensive investigation is needed to determine what caused a dam to collapse in Ukraine. Russia and Ukraine blame each other. Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher tells Fox it would not surprise him
0: if Russia did it. It would be a sign, I think, of how desperate he is getting. And obviously this whole thing has non- got, not gone the way that Vladimir Putin predicted at the outset of the invasion
2: way back in February. Dozens of communities are underwater. Tens of thousands of people are at risk in the flooding in Ukraine. There's a disagreement among Republicans in Congress about approving additional funding for Ukraine as some conservatives rise up against leadership angry over the debt limit compromise.
8: 11 members of the conservative House Freedom Caucus joined Democrats to vote no in blocking four Republican-sponsored bills from reaching the floor. It's the first time a House rule vote has been defeated since 2002. The block bills include two that would limit the government's ability to regulate gas stoves, And another that would require congressional approval for major actions from government agencies. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Another
2: community dealing with anger over what's being taught in schools.
4: At least three people were arrested during demonstrations outside the Glendale, California, school district meeting on the inclusion of LGBTQ plus studies. Law enforcement officials declared it an unlawful assembly when punches were thrown and a large fight started. Glendale Unified School officials say the pride-inclusive curriculum has been in effect since 2019, but the resolution is presented each year for reconsideration. The district says it follows California law, which states every person on campus has a right to be referred to with their preferred pronoun. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Pope
2: Francis is hospitalized in Rome to have surgery today for a blocked intestine. On Wall Street, stock futures are flat before today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
0: Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center.
9: I'm Bernadette Lee with three things you should know. Alex Fontenot of Ville Platt has been arrested. He's on charges of possession of fentanyl and methamphetamine. The arrest came after a canine officer alerted on Fontenot's vehicle during a routine traffic stop. A subsequent search of the vehicle turned up the contraband. Some Broussard residents who live near Ridgeview Cooley say the coulee is taking their property through erosion. Before it wasn't a problem, they say until the coulee was recently widened by the city. City officials say the coulee is on private property. They've reached out to the property owner but have not gotten a response. Baton Rouge police have arrested 48-year-old John Hall, He was reportedly seen on video smoking marijuana with a five-year-old. Hall claims to be the former boyfriend of the child's grandmother. Hall is facing a variety of charges in the case. State Fire Marshal's office arresting two juveniles in connection with a fire that appears to have been intentionally set inside of a Walmart store in Covington Sunday night. The 17- and 15-year-olds were identified after surveillance video was released. The store sustained extensive damage and remains closed. The 2023 Kids Count for Louisiana shows significant progress over the years, but Director of Data and Research with Agenda for Children, Teresa Falgu, says there is still room for improvement. She says the state saw improvements in reading proficiency among fourth graders, and there's been more improvement in high school graduation rates. In 2023, 96 percent of Louisiana children had access to health insurance, which is just a huge improvement over the years. Now, before CHIP began, she says the state had much lower rates. Falgo says one of the biggest areas that can really challenge Louisiana's kids is the high child poverty rate. She says over the past decade, there have been no improvements really. And it really affects the likelihood that
10: a child is going to grow up healthy, that they're going to do well in school, that they're going to have the sort of opportunities that we know kids need in order to thrive.
9: Only Ascension and Livingston Parishes had child poverty rates lower than the national average. Among the ways to improve the welfare of children in the state, Valgu says, would be to give parents a living wage and benefits like paid leave so they can stay home with their children. Valgu says lawmakers need to invest more in education.
10: We've seen some improvements, but Louisiana still is often lagging behind most other states when it comes to our education indicators. And without a stronger education system, we'll never build the economy that we need for our state.
9: Now, the National Kids Count Report will be released on June 14th. A package of bills dealing with LGBTQ issues has reached final passage. But will Governor John Bell Edwards veto them? A bill criticized as a don't-say-gay bill bars school staff from discussing gender and sexual topics with students outside of legitimate classroom study. Another bill assures teachers may address students with pronouns appropriate to the gender they were born. LSU political science professor Robert Hogan says it'll be interesting to see what Edwards does in this last session as governor.
8: It will be one of these cases where you get to see what he really thinks in some ways about these issues. The political issues are put aside in some ways because he's not concerned necessarily about um, how this will affect him politically.
9: A third bill from the House that bans certain transgender medical procedures for people under 18 has passed the Senate and also goes to the governor's desk. Governor Edwards and others have called the bill's solutions seeking a problem. Hogan says if the bills are vetoed, Lawmakers may want to call a veto override session, or maybe not.
8: They may simply just say, look, let's just wait until the the next legislative session when they'll probably be a governor um, more to the liking of those that
11: that want this sort of legislation.
9: Republicans have solid majorities in both House and the Senate and have the votes needed to override Edwards' vetoes, but will they? Hogan says it's an election year, and many may feel the necessity to push the bills into law to send a message in an election year.
11: The conservative um,
8: elements in the legislature feel that they have a great deal of strength. And if they're able to override it, they're going to be emboldened. And that may help the more conservative candidates running for governor.
9: Governor Edwards has made no secret of his distaste for the bills. Republicans believe the bills protect kids' innocence. Edwards can either sign them into law, let them become law without his signature, or veto them. August 1st is the deadline for Louisiana residents who are seeking help from the 2020 hurricanes and the 2021 landfall of Hurricane Ida and non-related severe storms. Now, the assistance is not just for low-income families. It's for anyone who received damages. You can see if you qualify at restore.la.gov. You're up to date now. I'm Bernadette Lee.
12: Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana to get things started today. It's going to be another pretty typical summer day out there. Highs will get to about 90 degrees in the afternoon. Winds will be from the west at about 5 miles an hour and overnight lows sitting in the lower 70s. We'll go with a 40% chance for a few spotty showers out there later on today. A couple rumbles of thunder, a little bit of lightning probably going to be the biggest issue that we have out there this afternoon. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we don't get a whole lot of change. Temperatures will trend upwards a little bit. We'll be about 92 tomorrow, maybe 90 by Friday. Big-time warm-up on the way for next week, though. High pressure will start to take over on Sunday. Rain chances will start to drop at the end of the weekend, and temperatures are going to be going up. It could be looking at our first mid-90-degree days and triple-digit heat index values as early as the middle of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC Meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5 KPAL.
13: Prejean's new location in Broussard is now open. Prejean's Broussard is the Cajun restaurant that can and will satisfy your needs. Prejean's is starting a new brunch at both locations. That's at Broussard and Karen Grove. Starting Saturday, May 27th and Sunday the 28th from 10.30 a.m. till 4 p.m. The new Prejean's brunch will run all summer long. Prejeans will have their regular menu items, but will also feature items such as pan Perdue, French toast with fried chicken tenders, gator and waffles, steak, chicken, or shrimp breakfast hash, croque madame with boudin and a poached egg, and crab cakes Benedict. And one of the all-time favorites of brunch, bottomless mimosas. Prejean's seafood is sourced domestically, and most is from Louisiana. Prejean's is local, and they buy local. Live music on select nights, amazing old fashions. Prejean's jars their own cherries for their amazing old fashions as well. Go to Prejean's Karen Crow or Prejean's Broussard, where their welcoming atmosphere makes you feel right at home.
7: Dr. Deku & Associates provides the Lafayette community with complete dental care, cosmetic dentistry, dental implants, sedation dentistry, and so much more. Dr. Deku utilizes the latest in technology to provide her patients with elite dental care. Call to schedule your consultation today and see why their patients consistently rate their experience with five-star reviews. Call 282-8640 today. That's 282-8640. Dr. Danielle Deku & Associates, now it's your turn to see. Mile. If you've been
14: injured, it doesn't matter if you were hit by a big truck, a smart car, or anything in between.
3: I'm Spencer Callahan. I'd like to help.
14: Spencer Callahan is the one to see. Call
8: 465 2323. LA 21 12673. Primary offices in Baton Rouge.
0: News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic.
1: All right. Taking a look at what is happening on the roadways right now. We do have a couple of traffic issues to mention to you. First off, let's head on over to Congress Street, 4200 block of Congress Street, as we have a crash. Uh, This is uh, showing up right by uh, Auctioner Lafayette General. Uh, So we have a crash in that area. Also, we wanna let you know that on US 90 in Iberia Parish, um, we do have some alternating lane closures that are just beginning. It's gonna happen uh, from now until well into this afternoon. So please be mindful about that. That's US 90 in Iberia Parish. A lot of people like to uh, travel that way. Please be careful if you're heading out there, um, as uh, we do have some uh, road work that's being done. Please be respectful to the DOTD workers that are out there, uh, making sure that those uh, road improvements are taking place uh, effectively. We'll be back in one minute to uh, get the hour started. KPEL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying.
3: Games Across Acadiana. Acadiana's Ultimate Scavenger Hunt is a fundraiser for Miles Perrette Cancer Services. Activities started up last week and continue through June 17th. All the activities are free and loads of fun for the entire family. You are competing for points with a variety of activities. 50 prizes to be awarded, including a grand prize of $10,000. Get the details at gaa. Hey, you young folks and adults alike, There are swimming pools under Lafayette Consolidated Government. The Martin Luther King Pool will be open this summer on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. There's also a swimming pool at the Robichaux Recreation Center on Eras Landry Road in Lafayette. If you have questions about uh, times and the rules for the swimming pools, call 311 and ask about LCG's
1: swimming pools. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL Community Calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. Good morning, Acadiana, and welcome into Acadiana's Morning News. It is the third hour of the show on this Wednesday edition of it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this morning. And boy, Joe, we had a great 7 o'clock hour winging it Wednesday talking about should we get rid of inspection stickers? That's what Texas, you broke the story yesterday about what's happening in Texas as they're getting rid of the inspection stickers and just uh, debating whether we should do that here in Louisiana.
15: There were a lot of people commenting and still commenting on that. That's, yeah. that's been phenomenal. Thank yeah. you guys, by the way, for listening and reaching out through the app. It's always fun.
1: Absolutely. Um. So, all right, we have a great guest uh, that is joining us here in this 8 o'clock hour. You've heard her here uh, many times on KPL, and we're going to turn our attention now to uh, national politics. As joining us in the studio right now is political strategist Raven Harrison, uh, who also has a new book out as well, Raven in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Raven.
16: Good morning. Glad to be here.
1: Thank you so much for uh, coming on in. And of course, you know, we're talking about Texas. Uh, you're in the Dallas area, right? I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
16: we're talking about the, yeah, the inspection mm-hmm. stickers. Mm-hmm. We're going to assume that doesn't have as much to do with the porous border mm. and inability to in- To enforce these inspection stickers, we're going to not
1: go there this morning, right? Right, right. So let's go ahead and jump into uh, some national politics. Um, You know, there's a new poll that came out. um, And it was a a poll that was uh, done uh, involving, uh, surveyed by News Nation and Decision Desk uh, uh, headquarters, which uh, Joe Cunningham knows a lot about that. He's done some work with them. And basically the poll has come out and said that if current President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump are their party's candidates... For the next uh, presidential election in 2024, a little under half of those surveyed would consider a third party candidate. I always find these polls interesting when you're talking about a third party candidate uh, coming into the picture because it's easy to say that you'll consider it. But for it to actually play out that way, um, especially when someone like a a Donald Trump, who if he didn't get the Republican nomination would be an actual strong third party candidate, um, you know, When you go, it's one thing to have an opinion in a survey. It's another thing for it to become reality. What's your reaction to that?
16: My reaction to that is, you know, we have different types of unity that exist in politics. Mm -hmm. We have the Democrats who unify behind one candidate, Mm -hmm. no matter how absurd. right? Um, And then we have Republicans who claim to want unity, but they have 15 and up to 602 people in the primary. (laughs) And then once, you know, all the dust is settled, then Mm -hmm. they'll get behind one. And then we have the ones who say, you know, we're going to see who kind of comes up out of the smoke of those two, Mm -hmm. and then we'll unify behind that. So I think that people need to evaluate that message of what they mean by unity. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a third party solves the problem that's going on with these uh, parties, especially since the common term is uniparty. We have a uniparty. Well, if we have a uniparty, then having a third one isn't going to make much of a difference.
1: Um, Let me ask you this, uh, because, you know, we've been hearing all morning long in national news, We've now got more people that have entered the race on the Republican side. You've got Mike Pence, the former vice president, uh, Chris Christie, who's jumped in as well. Um, You know, we've had these new candidates that have jumped in as of late in reference to what you were talking about, about so many candidates on the Republican side. Um, What are your thoughts about all these candidates continuing to jump into the race on the Republican side? Um, Is it all for naught? Um, uh, do they represent good options and uh, maybe a different perspective that's needed in the race?
16: I would say it like this. If we consider this political theater, then this is the audition uh, (laughs) is what you see. So what you see is right now, President Trump has a commanding lead. Mm -hmm. Um, The ones who have come in, the only strongest um, challenger he has really is considered DeSantis, Governor Mm -hmm. DeSantis. But the issue is DeSantis came right out of the gate and said, hey, I'm going to be Trump without the Trump. And people are like, yeah, no. Yeah, um, they don't want Trump light. they want Trump Ultra, if that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is these people are positioning themselves to be era apparent mm-hmm. after the Trump era. Yeah. They want the name ID associated with that office. They're also vying for a possible VP spot. Mm-hmm. So that's what I feel like you are looking at. You are looking at an encore performance of political theater mm-hmm. and them just posturing to get their name in the right position because they know that coming into this race that he has an almost insurmountable lead.
1: And, you know, that lead, it's amazing, has still been maintained even after DeSantis got in. I know it may take DeSantis some time to kind of make up some ground, but so far I haven't really seen that.
16: You haven't seen that, and what you will notice is if we look at the precedent, every time the Democrats attack President Trump, he gets stronger, he raises more money, Mm -hmm. and he gets more popular. So if the Republicans are going to repeat that same strategy Mm -hmm. of coming in, I mean, DeSantis literally said, I'm just like Trump, and then proceeded to attack Trump. That is the worst strategy I can think of to do. So I would tell people if they've learned anything from the Democrats is that this strategy does not work and Mm -hmm. they will hand him the keys to the White House.
1: So let me ask you this, though. If you were advising Ron DeSantis, what would you tell him to do?
16: Uh, I would tell him to wait until uh, Trump uh, has had his his last term. Mm -hmm. And I say that because of of, to craft a new strategy. If you really want to do something, then Mm -hmm. you would need to capitalize on what the left says and the independents say they want, which Mm is a unifying presence Mm -hmm. in the White House. Um, And I would stop mentioning President Trump because he has shown that he's not going to take those attacks without coming back double. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would also say uh, probably limit your fundraising in Texas. Um, (laughs) uh, Be careful who you are raising money from Mm -hmm. uh, because the people are watching. But I would also just tell him that basically, remember, you are running promising to do what President Trump has already done. Mm -hmm. And people right now want that, you know, that stock market that was thriving and our 401ks and the cheap gas Mm -hmm. and the secure border. They want that. He's already delivered that once. So anybody coming in has to have a plan that is better than we're going to do what he already did.
1: Let me ask you this. Uh, Say uh, Donald Trump continues um, and, and becomes the Republican presidential nominee and is able to take back the White House, of the current field, do you see someone in there who would make a great vice president for him?
16: Of someone who is declared? Yeah. Um, I, I think Tim Scott mm-hmm. would be a good option for him in terms of balancing and what they could mm-hmm. get done. Mm-hmm. However, you know, my preference uh, would be Carrie Lake. Okay. I think in terms of the personality, what she brings, and the following that she has. I adore Carrie. We're good friends. Mm-hmm. And I would say I, I, I like just what she brings to it.
1: And for our audience members who may not be um, know who Carrie Lake is, tell a little bit She
16: ran for—Carrie uh, mm. Lake ran for governor mm-hmm. against um, Arizona in what I would call a very dirty, sewer-esque ele- mm. election. I just want to tell people in perspective, the secretary of state is the one who certifies elections. Mm-hmm. So she ran in Arizona against Katie Hobbs, a Democrat who was secretary of state. Right. We found out with uh, from uh, Twitter mm-hmm. that she was actually— having people silenced and censored that came out in in the wash. But I can't believe that is the essence of communism, that she was allowed to run her own campaign, mm-hmm. certify her own campaign for governor. And that just tells people where we are in politics in this country.
1: We're speaking with Raven Harrison, um, who has a, a new book out. We're going to get to that in a minute. I want to go back to Tim Scott because, um, you know, me and uh, Joe here were talking about uh, in the break, uh, Tim Scott being on The View this week and some of the clips that have gone viral from that. Um what do you make of uh how he handled um you know the crew from the view and some of the clips that have come out of him since did that did that appearance on the view help him
16: um i don't think it was ever going to help him mm-hmm. um um i don't know i'm still not sure who the two view watchers are but <laughs> what i would say is i think it was a very bold strategy just mm-hmm. like president trump going on to that cnn town hall he Mm -hmm. walked right into the belly of the beast the Mm. fire but except president trump was was carrying steaks and popcorn uh, (laughs) with him and i would say i think it's a bold strategy of showing that he's not afraid to confront this issue but the fact that they jumped to commercial once they started not being able to answer the questions was exactly um par for the course for the view Mm. so they had him you know, arguing with somebody else of color mm-hmm. who was going back and forth and I just believe it was a ridiculous it was it was the worst of daytime. I, I just feel that the view is the inquirer mm-hmm. of television. Yeah. The National Enquirer of Television.
1: Um I mean, do you think that uh for the audience members that were there, um or that were watching, do you think anything of what he said may have gotten through? I mean it it you know, I I guess what I'm asking is, um, is it important for a candidate that has those views that aren't exactly not say welcomed on the show, but aren't espoused on the show to be able to come on from time to time and, 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 and offer that different opinion.
16: And I think that's an excellent strategy, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like what people need to realize is you can't stay in your safe space Mm -hmm. and get this done. Anybody who's going to be president has to cast a bigger net. Mm -hmm. They have to bring in those moderates and those independents. You have to have the ability. You're not just the the president for Republicans. You're you're president for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you to start trying to find a way. To bridge that gap it doesn't mean that they're going to change you or you're going to change them it means that you got to find a way Mm -hmm. to have common ground that's how you get it done so i do applaud him Mm -hmm. for that effort of trying to at least put the seed if the people are there to hate if they're there to just you know to rail him then that it is what it is Mm -hmm. but for people who really do care about this country and i believe that most of us do Mm -hmm. we're more alike than we are dissimilar so we should be trying to find those ways instead of letting them The government has a vested interest in history of dividing the people and creating an emergency and and division. We should not, it's up to us to not let them do that.
1: Absolutely. Um, So, all right, uh, Raven Harrison uh, joining us. uh, So, Raven, tell our audience members about your new book.
16: Well, the book is the story of what created the conservative warrior, which is what Mm -hmm. I'm known as. And. I will tell them the short story is I came into this. I'm the daughter of two retired Air Force lieutenant Mm -hmm. colonels. I'm the wife of a retired C-17 pilot. Mm -hmm. We're patriots. Mm -hmm. I love this country, but I didn't see myself actively in the fight until my eight-year-old daughter in 2017 was expelled Mm -hmm. from school for voting for President Trump in a mock election we knew nothing about in her elementary school. And we were floored. We were told, my husband and I were told to come pick her up from school. She was being expelled and... Um, they gave her a horrific detention assignment. They mm. told her she had to write 100 times in cursive. Hillary Clinton is the true president and Donald Trump is an A. Wow. And we almost fell out. We actually put a, a, um, put that in the book uh-huh. so that they could read it. So that's what got me to the front lines of mm. realizing that there was more to it than that and that one person can make a difference. So I'll take you through the Cold War mm. with my parents Seeing somebody shot in communism, apparent in the Pentagon, 9-11. Mm-hmm. We're on a loop right now. This is not new. Mm-hmm. We're repeating history because we are on a loop mm-hmm. because we don't understand what happened in history. So blueprint, verbs in the sentences, how are we going to get out of this? What's our plan out? So that's what I want to give people. It's not just what's wrong, but what are we going to do about it?
1: You know, that's one thing that um, we hear about a lot in politics. We saw it in Virginia when you had moms that got very upset about what was happening in the school system that decided to let their voices be heard. And that's what, what you were just talking about reminded me of that. Um, talk about the role of women, especially moms, that are seeing what's going on in this country and when they decide to step up, you know, what happens?
16: You know, and yes, you know, congratulations, Virginia. Mm-hmm. But it was also a testament of we the people. Mm-hmm. Remember, a lot of these politicians, they've been in office for decades and mm-hmm. they wanna convince you that they're not able to solve the problems they created. And which is ridiculous. It's Trump's fault, but you know, Pelosi's been there forty some years, Biden's been there, he didn't know. And we have, you know, the rest of them, Feinstein's been there since before the internet. Let that sink in. But what I want people to realize, it was average American people who founded this this country who just wanted freedom. And for moms, it is our biblical, you know, mantle mm-hmm. to the to protect, to nurture and defend. And we showed how powerful we can really be. Mm-hmm doesn't have to be violence. It has to be just understanding that this is what we were made for. We are good at certain things. Dads are important, too. Nobody appreciates dads more than good moms. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But just this is how our country will be saved. It's not the politicians. It's not the bureaucrats. It's not the elites who are going to fix this. It is us. And it starts with us. And that's what I would like people to understand. Mm -hmm. We are powerful because we're free. And that's what we should celebrate. And we should move forward instead of getting into this ticky tack, you know, we don't know what a woman is. Well, I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm super proud to be one. I'm super proud for all those who support us. And I'm super proud for dads who get out there and show that, you know, there's nothing wrong with a traditional family. We love families.
1: Raven's Mantle. Okay. So tell our listeners where they can get the book.
16: They can get it online at Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And we should be in stores now in bookstores everywhere. And right here in Lafayette, Mm -hmm. So uh come out and grab a copy it's it's a, a compelling story no no two ways about it but people want to know how that fight comes and it's a good testament of how you know God doesn't call the qualified he qualifies who he calls
1: Great. I I can't agree with that statement uh, more. Absolutely. Uh, Raven Harrison, thank you so much for coming by this morning. We very much appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. KPL news time is coming up on 830. We're going to take this break for news and we'll continue on with Acadiana's morning news right after this.
0: This is your number one news, weather and traffic source in Acadiana. This is News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it.
8: By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply available at babbel.com slash TNC. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
10: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes. And in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language like magic.
0: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right.
10: It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French.
2: There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher.
8: If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than...
10: Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Text RADIO to 64000 to try Babbel for free. That's RADIO to 64000 to try Babbel free. R-A-D-I-O to 64000. In
17: 1950, the Schilling family became your local source for Anheuser-Busch beers. For 70-plus years, Schilling Distributing has done its part, supporting local events and charities to help shape the culture of our amazing community. Chances are you've attended more than a few events where Schilling donated the beer. Bud Light in particular has played a major part in the most important memories of Acadiana. It's been the beer you've reached for it. Mardi Gras, graduations, crawfish boils, and our amazing festivals. We even made sure rice from right here in Acadiana is used in the brewing process, supporting our local farming industry. When you buy a Bud Light, you're buying from the only veteran-owned and operated alcohol distributor in Acadiana, supporting over 140 local jobs. We don't brew or market Bud Light. Our job is to get it on the shelf and ensure that every measure is taken to get you the freshest, highest-quality beer possible. Proud to be your choice for the moments that make Acadiana special. Schilling Distributing, your locally-owned and operated distributor for Bud Light.
1: News Talk 96.5 KPL broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com.
0: Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the KPL News app. Now the headlines from the KPL News Center. I'm
9: Bernadette, with three things you should know. Angelique Vietar has been convicted on charges that she stole more than $23,000 from her employer. Now she was convicted of felony theft after a 3-day trial. Prosecutors were able to prove that Viatar embezzled the funds from Amian Angels, a home healthcare company here in Lafayette. After a video of a 5-year-old child smoking what's believed to be a marijuana cigar went viral, Baton Rouge police have arrested 48-year-old John Hall, who reportedly is the ex-boyfriend of the child's grandmother. Lieutenant Lejean McNeely says Hall also posted the video on social media.
18: Concerned citizens saw what was happening. They reached out to law enforcement. We got our detectives right on it. We were able to identify the individual that was giving the five-year-old again a marijuana cigar uh, through Crime Stoppers.
9: Hall has been charged with contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile, possession with intent to distribute a Schedule I drug, and illegal use of a controlled substance of a person under 17. McNeely says the child was one of the kids involved in an accidental shooting last month.
18: In which he was able to get hold of a Draco, which is a short assault rifle, and pulled the trigger on that assault rifle and had gunshot injuries, not only to himself but to his three-year-old cousin.
9: A five-year-old's mother, 26-year-old Desiree Felder, was arrested May 18th and charged with second-degree cruelty to juveniles and obstruction of justice. McNeely says Child Protective Services is involved.
18: This most recent incident will be something added to their investigation and something that they will look into.
9: Now Hall is being held at the East Baton Rouge Parish Prison. Legislation that would require Louisiana third grade students to pass a reading proficiency exam before being elevated to fourth grade has been passed. The test will be administered in April and each child will have three chances to pass. The legislation is on the governor's desk awaiting his signature. A bill that would allow adult non-felons in Louisiana to carry a concealed firearm without a permit has been pulled. The bill's author cited other amendments that were being tacked onto the legislation as his reason for deferring the bill. It is the third time that the legislation has failed late in the legislative process. August 1st is the deadline for Louisiana residents who are seeking help from the 2020 hurricanes and the 2021 landfall of Hurricane Ida and non-related severe storms. Now, the assistance is not just for low-income families, it's for anyone who received damages. You can see if you qualify at restore.la.gov. Leaders along the I-20 corridor will meet with Amtrak and Southern Rail Commission to discuss the future of the passenger rail system between Meridian, Mississippi and Dallas-Fort Worth. They'll be meeting today and tomorrow. Tika Fox has more on the story.
16: Southern Rail Commission Chairman Knox Ross says identifying the needs to initiate services is the priority.
6: This is to highlight the planning work necessary to see what would be required to start uh, long-distance service along the I-20 corridor.
16: Amtrak Crescent Train will extend from Meridian, Mississippi to connect with Dallas-Fort Worth. He says this creates new opportunities for all cities along the corridor.
6: Bringing their cities into the 21st century and trying to connect them to the world.
16: Ross expects services to begin in less than four years. I'm Tico Fox.
9: Well, Youngsville is getting a new place for patrons to wet their whistles, the Tap Room, a popular bar in Lafayette's River Ranch, has announced the opening of a Youngsville location in Sugar Mill Pond. The Tap Room is operated by Southern Hospitality Kitchens, a group which owns several other properties in the area. You're up to date. I'm Bernadette Dantley
1: k covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Games Across
3: Acadiana. Acadiana's Ultimate Scavenger Hunt is a fundraiser for Miles Perrette Cancer Services. Activities started up last week and continue through June 17th. All the activities are free and loads of fun for the entire family. You are competing for points with a variety of activities. 50 prizes to be awarded, including a grand prize of $10,000. Get the details at milesparrett.org/gaa. Hey, you young folks and adults alike, There are swimming pools under Lafayette Consolidated Government. The Martin Luther King Pool will be open this summer on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. There's also a swimming pool at the Robichaux Recreation Center on Eras Landry Road in Lafayette. If you have questions about uh, times and the rules for the swimming pools, call 311 and ask about LCG's swimming pools.
1: If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com.
19: Get ready to scratch and win your share of up to $4 million bucks! because the huge $4 million Boku Bucks scratch-off giveaway is happening all month long at Cushada Casino Resort. Every day this June, you can earn up to three scratch-off cards and a chance to win your share of up to $4 million bucks just by playing your favorite slots. Plus, you also get a chance to win $10,000 cash on July 9th. Simply play your favorite slots with your free Advantage Club card, earn your points and scratch-off cards, and scratch to win. It's that easy. Visit the Cushada website for all the details. So come to Cushada this June and get started scratching those game cards. You might just reveal a winning card in the $4 million Boku Bucks scratch-off giveaway. Every day in June at Cushada, Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's
8: best bet you SLEMCO Members. This is for you. Saturday, June 10th. It's the 86th Annual SLEMCO Membership Meeting. Doors open at 6 a.m. Music starts at 6.30. With early bird, 8 a.m. giveaways. Bring your entry card for a chance to win one of 18 incredible prizes. Or the grand prize. Your choice of six prize options, including $20,000 in cash, plus 20 college scholarships. The 86th Annual SLEMCO Membership Meeting. Saturday, June 10th in the Cajun Dome as an equal opportunity employer and provider. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E.
6: What does your electric vehicle and your smartphone have in common? We'll tell you coming up next from Mr. Electric. You know how you've heard that it's best not to charge your phone to 100% or that the battery will last longer if you don't let it drop past 20%? That's called the 80-20 rule. And it's the same with your electric vehicle's battery. There are some exceptions, so see your EV's manual. But for the most part, keep your battery charged between 80 and 20%.
4: If you would like to learn more, visit mrelectric.com.
6: If you own or are thinking of an electric vehicle, make sure you have the best charging system available. Here's Sean Doray Mr. Electric. The
20: more amperage to feed the charger, the faster it will go. There's some that charge in as little as two hours, all the way to six, seven, eight
6: hours. For the best charging system for your electric vehicle, call Mr. Electric or visit MrElectric.com.
12: Mostly sunny skies across Acadiana to get things started today. It's going to be another pretty typical summer day out there. Highs will get to about 90 degrees in the afternoon. Winds will be from the west at about 5 miles an hour. And overnight lows sitting in the lower 70s. We'll go with a 40% chance for a few spotty showers out there later on today. A couple rumbles of thunder. A little bit of lightning probably going to be the biggest issue that we have out there this afternoon. Looking ahead through the rest of the week, we don't get a whole lot of change. Temperatures will trend upwards a little bit. We'll be about 92 tomorrow, maybe 93 by Friday. Big time warm up on the way for next week, though. High pressure will start to take over on Sunday. Rain chances will start to drop at the end of the weekend and temperatures are going to be going up. It could be looking at our first mid-90 degree days and triple digit heat index values. As early as the middle of next week. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm KTC meteorologist Daniel Phillips on News Talk 96.5, KPL. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic.
1: All right, so taking a look at what is happening on the roadways right now, uh, we do have some uh, traffic issues to tell you about. First off, let's head on over to US uh, Highway 90 East uh, near Southwood uh, in Bruceard. As we have uh, a traffic control situation popping up there, we also have a stalled vehicle just now coming in Willow Street near Northgate. That's uh, Willow uh, near Northgate Street. Which we have a crash. Uh, excuse me. We have a stalled vehicle in that area. Uh, also, uh, we do have uh, that uh, stalled vehicle on Congress Street. This one is uh, not far from Lafayette High. Other than that, roadways are looking good right now. Uh, going back to US 90, though, want to remind you. Uh, That's uh, U.S. 90. We've got some uh, traffic closures that began about 40 minutes ago. Uh, They will be continuing on uh, about 3.30 this afternoon. That is uh, U.S. 90 in uh, Iberia Parish. Um, That's uh, happening uh, now. And uh, so that's going to go Iberia Parish up to the St. Martin uh, line. So please be careful if you're in that area.
18: From May 17th to June 13th, get up to $110 in savings when you purchase four new select BF Goodrich tires totaling $850 or more. Plus, get $50 off installation with any form
13: of payment or free installation, a $110 value, when you
18: use your Shaw Bills credit card. Visit ShawbillsTire.com to shop BF Goodrich tires and for complete offer detail. Shaw Bills, we keep you rolling. Offer expires June 13th. Void web prohibited. Additional retailer offer advertised as independent of the manufacturer offer. Subject to credit approval.
7: My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico
10: this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast.
14: Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn
7: a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas?
14: Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
1: Cape News time is 844. You're listening to Acadiana's Morning News. and So, you know, Joe, one thing we were talking about, and I know you're not expecting me to go this area, um, college football expanding to a 12-team playoff. Uh, right now they're at that four-team playoff, and uh, they're going to make the expansion next year. They were talking about this on uh, the show that uh, leads up to us um, at, uh, at 5 o'clock uh, from Fox News, and... You had an analyst bring up an interesting point, uh, bringing up the obvious with the playoffs, expanding from four teams to 12, but also talking about more coaches getting put on the hot seat because of this, uh, because it's no longer going to be good enough just to get into a new year's day bowl. Now, if you expand it to 12 teams, you're going to be expected. If you're any good to get your team into the playoff, you know, yeah. it's the playoffs for a national championship. So, um, you know, I, I, don't really find myself in favor of expanding 12 teams. I I do realize that every year it's kind of different on the landscape. Sometimes you have four teams that are deserving. Sometimes you only have one or two teams that are deserving to play for a national title. I know in in talking to you, you seem to favor it very much expanding to 12 teams.
15: Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I favor that the same reason I favor March Madness Mm -hmm. is the the bigger the bracket, the more the chance for an upset. Now I grant I understand that basketball and football in terms of the potential for upset is still a, a pretty uh it's a it's a long shot in football, a longer shot in football than it is in basketball, but you still have that potential. And I think that's what makes playoffs extremely exciting is you know, you match up a one seed versus a twelve seed, not because you want the one seed to uh to just blow them out, mm-hmm. but because what if the 12th seed does pull off the impossible right. then? What if the 12th seed then advances and then they have to take on another high seed? Yeah. Or what if you have several upsets and all of a sudden it changes the dynamic of that postseason play? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fascinating, fascinating way to look at it. I mean, we're talking, we talk a lot about the top 25 throughout the year. Yeah. So this playoff is half the top 25. If those teams stay in the top 25, if they say in the top 15, in the top 12, all of a sudden you get a pretty good picture of what those playoffs look like and how the committee will end up selecting them. But if there's a lot of changes throughout the year because of an upset here or an upset there, I mean, think about last year with Alabama and all of a sudden Tennessee knocks them down a couple pegs, yeah. and it completely changes the dynamic of the season. So yeah. I, I kind of like the aspect of their more teams and more potential upsets. It was frankly kind of boring with the top four. They're the best. I mean, with the exception of the the odd uh, uh, occasion where Notre Dame, because of their record, made it in, but mm. Notre Dame hadn't really played any challenging games that right. season, so they get blown out by like Georgia or whatever. It's just that kind mm. of thing.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, in that perspective, I definitely get what you're saying in that it could make the playoffs that much more interesting um, you know, kind of reminds me of what they're doing at the lower levels where you've got the big brackets, and I wonder, okay well, when it when is the expansion going to stop? Yeah, you know, at some point we have to put a, a a a number that we're okay with that says, hey, this is the amount of teams that can compete now the you know those uh, mid major conferences, if you will, I'm pretty sure they're excited about this because this gives some of them a shot to be able to compete like you were talking about for a national championship. Um, I certainly hope that some of them do get that shot. I do worry that we're going to have more of the same, if you will. We're going to have, like, a ton of SEC teams that are going to play. Like, you'll take basically half of the SEC and throw them into the, uh, you know, into the national championship playoff bracket. And, you know, you you get more of the same names. Um, But you have your teams, like... You know, remember the Cajuns from a couple years ago, or, or Coastal Carolina from time to time, would love or an app state would love to see one of those when they're at their best, be able to compete for a national title, and just see how they could do in a national championship tournament. They get the opportunity to do that in baseball and basketball with the formats that are set up there. It'd be interesting to see them get that opportunity again if they're deserving of it with only a loss or whatever to be able to, to do that in football as well. that would You're right, it would make for a lot of fun.
15: Yeah, uh, and I, I think that's the the way to look at it. I mean, we, we have these big changes that are happening in sports right now. I mean, look at the drama from yesterday with PGA and Liv merging and surprising everybody, including apparently the players. But that's a completely different uh, discussion. But, I mean, the point is, we like the drama. And there's, as much as we complain about refs or, or this conference is too stacked, this conference is pretty weak, or uh you know the in, the NCAA is uh an overly burdensome regulatory state in and of itself which is also true mm-hmm. and kind of oppressive toward college players we we like the drama behind the scenes we like to be able to complain about the refs screwing up a call mm-hmm. and fundamentally changing the the way the game is we and more of it i don't think is a bad thing especially when it's college football when we see uh these athletes who are really just hitting their stride as athletes and you're seeing a lot of growth from one season to the next not the same kind of growth that you see if you watch professional where they're all Mm -hmm. at their peak but you're actually seeing players come into their own in that instant while they're doing it and then to see a whole team turn around and be able to do great with that is I think a really really wonderful thing
1: and I feel like going going you know back to the beginning of the conversation and 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 they're trying to put them ex- more excitement back into it. Right. They're seeing what's happening. So that 14 playoff yeah. is just...
15: It, it's. Yeah, we want to see those top 14. Who's the best in the country? Obviously, mm. we want to see that. Yeah. But a 14 playoff is just... It's the best of the best. You can pretty much tell halfway through the season mm. roughly who's going to be there. There will be some surprises and maybe the three, definitely the four spot. But the one and two, unless there's just some big upsets throughout mm-hmm. the year, those typically stay relatively the same. You can kind of make some early guesses as to who it might be. Yeah.
1: Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see when they go ahead and expand it, how it works out. And I think some people worried that it's going to water things down, but you, you, you could very well be right. It could spice it up, may bring more interest back to it um, as it's kind of become stale over the past couple of years. When it when it first came out, I thought that the four-team playoff had an, an, an aura to it. Yeah. But then it just quickly just started fading away as as the landscape continued to change in college football. So, uh you're know, speaking of uh, changing landscape i mentioned the SEC. you know they're now adding oklahoma and texas to it right and so what they you know they're not going to have the two divisions for this year as they make that transition um where they take the two best teams and put them in their own championship game to try to figure that out um that'll be interesting to see how you know you know texas a&m uh is a team that came over from the big 12 and you know they've made some noise uh you know teams like missouri as well that have come in that have done from time to time they've made some noise i'm curious if oklahoma and texas are going to just kind of fall into line behind the oklahomas and the georgias and the lsu's or if they're actually going to make an impact and one of them's going to do something this year that'll you know knock off one of the big sec teams and 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 make a and make a stamp this year mm-hmm. so we'll see um all right we're going to go ahead and take this break we've got uh, american ground radio their morning minute And we'll close things up. Listening to American Ground Radio's Morning
19: Minute.
12: The Southern Poverty Law Center now claims that parents are members of a hate group because they showed up at a school board meeting with T-shirts that said, I do not co-parent with the government. Now, of course, this is a gross mischaracterization of parents. It's an unfair attack on parents who are the most invested in the well-being and the future of their children. As diabolical as painting parents as the enemy may be, The larger issue is this fuels a culture of censorship and intolerance. Disagreement is not hate. Parents are not the problem. Government bureaucrats are, like Joe Biden, who think your children or his children, or Hillary Clinton, who thinks it takes a village. You know, they're just confused. But it makes you wonder about their parenting, doesn't it? If you want to talk about the government and a real hate group, it was Adolf
19: Hitler who said the government needed to control the next generation. Return each weeknight with Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Pah. From 9 to 10 p.m. on News Talk 96.5 KTEL.
9: Cancer Care is taking a new shape in the greater Opelousas region. Mary Bird Perkins Cancer Center at Opelousas General Health System provides patients and their families the most advanced cancer treatment options, valuable resources, and convenient access to a personalized approach for your specific diagnosis. To schedule an appointment with one of our expert oncologists, call 337-935-2034 or visit marybird.org slash today.
10: Simply Safe was named Best Home Security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report but we don't do what we do for the accolades we do it to protect you and everything you love our advanced sensors indoor and outdoor HD cameras and hazard detectors are powered by live 24-7 professional monitoring so you get emergency help fast get 20% off any new system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafecom radio there's no safe With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 Rizzy to learn more.
1: All right, that'll do it for Acadiana's Morning News. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, a great conversation this morning, whether it was on air or through the KPL News app, it's where you can always get a hold of us. I um, want to remind you about Cartridge Rod. Our friends, they want to save you money on your printing needs. Ask about their no-cost printer program. Give Cartridge Rod a call at 337-984-9000. That's 337-984-9000. Or check them out, cartridgerodusa.com. Uh, Joe, as always, appreciate your time uh, coming in this morning. Uh, what are you going to be uh, covering on today's show at 3 o'clock?
15: Well, we had some breaking news during this show. Chris Licht is out at CNN. He's the guy who took over as president of the news company after Jeff Zucker was fired. Uh, there's a lot of commentary about that, and I want to kind of break that down. Also, there uh, are new candidates in the Republican primary. Chris Christie announcing this morning uh, uh, Mike Pence as well, and also a split in Republicans over, of all things, defense
9: spending.
1: All right. Moon Griffin is coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.
9: When plays at the end of the, line, the, the Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, You're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. Bill
20: Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. The
9: U.S. trade
5: deficit widened in April, but not as much as expected. Exports declined, imports increased. That can reflect that demand was holding up in the U.S. economy for things from other countries. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says consumer spending has continued to grow in a robust way, but the Treasury is seeing areas of the economy slowing down. Yellen says the U.S. debt agreement will support the Fed's efforts to bring inflation down, but she also says there will be issues with commercial real estate Campbell's soup reported a better than expected quarter though business was weaker than a year ago and united natural foods which distributes organic and natural foods to grocers reported a weaker than expected quarter that's your fox business report i'm jenny coselda invested in you
19: hi robert downey
14: jr here Did you know that over $10.3 billion was lost to online crime last year alone? Online crime is a huge problem. It affects everyone, and that's why I've partnered with Aura. Aura gives you the tools you need to stay safe online with almost every tool you need, fraud and identity theft protection, a password manager, parental controls, and more. Sign up for a free two-week trial today at Aura.com
1: slash Robert. Aura.com slash Robert. Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to Acadiana's Morning News Podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at KPL965.com. KPL covers Acadiana with Lowry's printing and copying. Games Across
3: Acadiana. Acadiana's Ultimate Scavenger Hunt is a fundraiser for Miles Perrette Cancer Services. Activities started up last week and continue through June 17th. All the activities are free and loads of fun for the entire family. You are competing for points with a variety of activities. 50 prizes to be awarded, including a grand prize of $10,000. Get the details at milesparrett.org/gaa. Hey, you young folks and adults alike, There are swimming pools under Lafayette Consolidated Government. The Martin Luther King Pool will be open this summer on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. There's also a swimming pool at the Robichaux Recreation Center on Eras Landry Road in Lafayette. If you have questions about uh, times and the rules for the swimming pools, call 311 and ask about LCG's Swimming
1: Pools. If you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPEL community calendar, email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com.
2: Doug Bergum For President, I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. If you said, who's that? North Dakota's governor tells Fox Digital he wants to be the new leader we need. I think that there's a yearning in America for someone with deep private sector experience who understands the needs of small business because I've been there as a small business owner. Governor Bergman will launch his Republican campaign today in Fargo. A few hours later, former Vice President Mike Pence will start his White House run.
19: He already has
2: national household name recognition, but he's also got a rocky, if not bitter, relationship with former President Trump and that could be a turnoff for some Republican primary voters. Pence will launch his campaign later today here in Iowa, joining a crowded field of Republican candidates. He's expected to talk a lot about his experience as a member of Congress, his time in the Indiana governor's mansion, and his time
15: in the White House.
2: Fox's Mark Meredith, those two joined the race the day after Chris Christie announced in New Hampshire he's running again, saying he made a mistake in 2016 not to attack Donald Trump.
6: Who never
3: admits a fault, and who always finds someone else and something else to blame for whatever goes wrong, but finds every reason to take credit for anything. That goes right.
2: The former president remains the GOP 2024 frontrunner. A 19-year-old is facing two murder charges in Virginia the day after shooting up a high school graduation ceremony in Richmond, killing a graduate and that boy's father. Five others were shot and wounded. Another 12 were injured in the panic as people ran. In Florida, a white woman's charged with manslaughter, though she claims she shot a black neighbor she's been feuding with in self-defense. Marion County, Florida Sheriff Billy Woods says, This is not a stand-to-ground, okay? Let me make that clear. This was
14: not and, and this it was an unjustified shooting
2: 58 year old susan lawrence shot and killed aj owens who came to Lawrence's door to confront her after lawrence allegedly harassed her four kids as they played outside that's fox's Evan brown america's listening to fox news
7: i have diabetes i'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia
0: i have asthma
7: from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138. Dino's
1: Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon.
15: Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show, every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
6: This is Moon Grafon. I've always believed there's two types of fishermen: There are people like me that love to fish. And there are people like Don Dubuque who can catch fish. And that's why you need to listen to the Outdoor Show with Don Dubuque Saturdays from 5 to 7 a.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.
1: Brought to you by Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer seven years in a row. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads.
6: If you're hiring,
8: it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
12: This is your Louisiana Commission of Agriculture and Forestry, Dr. Mike Strain, encouraging you to add fresh Louisiana fruits and vegetables to your daily menu. Fruits and vegetables are an important part of a healthy diet. They provide the body with nutrients and antioxidants that boost overall health and reduce the risk of disease. They are low in calories and taste great. Shop your local food. Farmers markets, roadside stands, and locally supplied retail stores to purchase Louisiana specialty crops. Louisiana is where the good things grow.
0: The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk Ninety-six five KPL or Townsquare Media. <laughs>
6: Welcome Moon Show. Great to have you with us. We're on the road in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, always in conjunction with our good friends here at one oh seven point three FM guaranteed broadcast. So we're at the vote. We're actually in a vote doing the program. And uh I didn't I didn't hear I asked them if they had a key in case they tried to lock me in, but we're at the state treasurer's office. John Schroeder's office will be here until eleven o'clock today live and uh looking forward to do it. John is gonna join us a little later. Uh he, he talks a lot about budget and money and things of that nature and what's going on the federal government and what's going on right here at the Capitol. We'll get a chance to visit with him later. I got a great lineup of guests that we'll talk to today, all legislators, some senators, some representatives. Talking about what's going on here. So let's go to our first guest. He's none other, none other than uh, uh, Representative Alan Seaball. I hope to be Senator Alan Seaball one day. And I hope you do because uh, if if you notice, Alan, the Senate kills everything. But anyway, good morning. <laughs> good morning, man. Yeah, and I mean that sincerely. If we don't change out, when we get a chance to change out a senator, whether it's to beat him head up or replace somebody that's leaving with the right people, you would agree, you probably need about six to ten new senators in there that were really into uh, conservatives who were, who would were, who were challenge some stuff.
5: I agree. And we, if you look across the state at, at the candidates that we have running, um, there's some very, very good conservative, hardcore, traditional, uh, you know, freedom-loving uh, conservatives running that if we're <laughs> able to win some of these elections, I think we can change the, the perspective change the complexion of the senate like we've done in the house over the last 12 years
6: yeah and it, and it takes that dynamics we all everybody knows that's where everything, everything goes to die it seems like uh but when he's dealing with the budget the senate they don't really care what the house does with a budget and i'm and, and let's i'm we're going to talk about this budget today but if you go back in the past on O'Leary and on some of these other people the senate always for whatever reason had the big the big hand the big stomping hand and that's that's what we need to change.
5: Well, we do. The way the process is set up, the House has to pass the budget before the REC meets for the last time. So the, they always, quote, unquote, find new money after it gets to the Senate. So that gives new money for the senators to spend. But they, they you know, the Constitution, the Louisiana and the U.S. Constitution say the spending bills, the, the budget has to start in the House. That was perceived to be giving the power to the House. Um, but in Louisiana, the way it works, because we have a ending date for the session, the Senate gets to hold it and once it gets to the Senate, then they control the instrument and I, again, this is my 13th year here. They, uh, they play games with it and you know the a senator said to a rep last week, the Senate always wins. Um, and all but once in the time that I've been here, that's been true. There was only one year that the House uh, put together a coalition and asserted ourselves, and it was when Jindal was governor, and we controlled the budget, but that's it. That was only one time.
6: I, don't you agree that one of the reasons that the Senate is, uh, is really strong, it looks like to me, and if I may be wrong, you've been here, it looks like the, whoever the Senate leader is is really tied with the governor. Whoever the governor is, and I know in this case it's big time, I mean, that g- governor and Senate uh, leader, there's really no difference in the guys, but in the past it looks like the Senate leader and the governor really are the ones that work together, and it's always something left to center, sometimes way left or what they come up yeah,
5: with. Yeah, they always have been. And the the, the the funny thing to me is if you look at it, John Alario, uh, I know you and your listeners know who he was, but the four years that he was Senate President under Bobby Jindal, his LABI score
6: was 100. Once again, proving what I'm saying, they work with the governor. Right. And, and, and the, by the way, and I'm not a big Ilario fan, you know that, but Alario didn't care who the governor was, didn't care what the agenda was. No, he, he was, was going guy. to present the agenda, and that's yeah. what I meant, Alan. You yes, one hundred percent. No, yeah. I'm saying you're right. The uh, and, and the difference was on.
5: He was hundred percent on the lobby things because he knew they were being scored. He was absolutely atrocious on everything else. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the stuff that that wasn't getting scored on the scorecards by the big guys. So, but you're you're hundred percent correct. Correct. Um, uh, I heard John McGinnis one time giving a speech and he said you have the left side, you have the right side, but in, but John Laryo will always be on the inside. Yeah. And and he's 100% correct. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was and you know he he hung around this cap this building um for a long time. He's got his name all over the place and you know he was he was pretty successful. Um I think he left a wake of destruction.
6: I think he was successful for him and his buddies. He was. But far as Louisiana, we lost two congressmen under him. We got our migration thing that won't stop. We're not creating jobs, and now we're becoming dependent on the federal government.
5: Oh, no, we're still paying the price.
6: Oh yeah. Now let's let's jump into what the big news today is. Eleven o'clock. Y'all gonna meet SCR three. Am I saying that right? Yes. Okay, and Senate, that is Senate
5: that, Senate Concurrent Resolution
6: that, number three. And that basically is, is that is that what breaks the cap? Yes. That
5: okay. that we have a constitutionally imposed spending cap that can only be broken by two thirds vote of both houses in a resolution like this, and this is to allow us to spend more money than we could otherwise spend under the Constitution
6: you, you're the perfect guy for what I'm getting ready to talk about thirty six votes can kill it Correct. not sure we got that anymore I'm just we, I'm just we, I'm being we, realistic we did huh? we did. <laughs> they did you had seventy two to start with it with the forty one out of thirty. nobody telling what it's going to be, but I want you to explain something to people because we were having conversations and uh so if the cap is broken, at that point, when you go look at a budget, because, I, look, I know what's happening behind the scene with municipalities, and they're getting on really fine lawmakers like you and everybody else that, uh, well, they're going to take these projects away. But the bottom line is, once the cap's broken and you have to actually vote on a budget, it goes back to the Senate. It's probably going to the conference committee. I get it. Okay, and y'all going to vote. At that point, I, I would take it most people would vote for the budget, just because the cap's broken and you had nothing to do with it, but you you got to vote on a budget.
5: Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lot of trouble um, getting votes on the budget itself. Because, I mean, what, what we're tr- the argument over SCR3 is we want to fund the budget, we want to fund state government, we want to fund projects that we can afford. Honestly. We just want to do it in a fiscally responsible way that doesn't tie the hands and spend all the money to tie the hands of the next governor, the next administration. What we're, what's happening right now, is we, we have money that, that we, we've, ne- we've never had surpluses like this. If we use it to pay down debt, I mean, think about it like a mortgage. If you have a mortgage payment that you have to pay every month or every year, um, if we pay this debt off, then we don't have to make those payments. So the next governor, we're talking about $150, 250000000 million per year of debt payments that the next governor is not going to have to make. So we're talking about freeing up money so we're, the next governor doesn't walk in with his hands tied. And what's happening right now is John Bell is trying to do to his successor exactly what Edwin Edwards did in the 70s when he knew he was going to be terminated. So Dave it, Set up Dave Train. Yep. There was no way Dave Treen was going to be successful because all the money was spent. It was all locked up. It was all tied up. There was nothing he could do from the day he walked in. And that's exactly what John Bell, with the help of the Senate, is trying to do right now. They're trying to spend and encumber every dollar so that the next governor who comes in is not going to be able, not going to have the freedom to do what they want. They're going to, they're trying to keep the 0. 0.45 sales tax permanent, and they're trying to to push people against the wall to be fiscally irresponsible going forward.
6: But but the other day I was really surprised that uh, uh, Jack falling off of the amendment. But but if you look at it, are we really going to still have about 400 million dollars laying around? But, uh, laying around
5: I'm asking. And, you know, I'm asking. No, it's not going to be laying around. Uh, it, it'll, it'll be put somewhere. That's the question of w- which fund and where you put it because how that affects the spending cap next year versus like, there's some funds that you can put in that count against the spending cap and there's some funds you can put in where it doesn't count against the spending cap. Okay. So it, it, it's. I just wondered because I had somebody
6: gains. call me and say, well, we're gonna, we, 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 we kept 25% of the budget back from them spending it. Is that really what happened? The, um, Essentially, what Jack's amendment did, it was—it was, if, if, you,
5: if you come from the perspective that you know we're going to lose on SCR 3, then his amendment was a good, fiscally responsible thing to do. Um, I'm not ready to give up on SCR 3 yet. Jack, I hope not. I hope Jack not. sits on appropriations, and, and he was. And so what he said is, look, we're going to lose. Let's get the best deal that we can. So he dropped it down to where they're only busting the spending cap by the amount necessary to give the teachers a pay raise this year. Uh, it, it's up, and he he lowered it significantly next year, but but you know that that was he he looked at it and said, look, I don't think we're going to win. I want to make the best deal I can now, and and that that made sense. So yeah. I, I'm not
6: going to throw Jack under the bus on that. I'm not asking you to. I was just asking how it works because I was told by somebody else who wasn't that said, you know what, we didn't get many victories, but putting that amendment at least saved us a little bit of money. If Agreed. if. That money, though. It, that is why I asked the question.
5: Well, the big savings from Jackson amendment is actually next year.
6: Okay. Uh, it But that is in next year's money. Yeah,
5: next year. It lowered the spending cap this year to just the amount that we need for the mfp and then next year it dropped at i think 400 million so that's something that the legislature can I, look i'm not that jazzed up about next year because the next legislature is going to come in and they can play with those numbers and do with what they want so i don't i don't i'm not really Some that of the insane. money
6: that's being spent this year will they will they be able to change anything that's being done this year it
5: depends on what they do with it i mean you keep in mind when when Ed, uh edwin when John Bell Edwards came in, um, first thing he did was grab Bobby Jindal's budget and, and take a million, excuse me, a billion dollars out of projects. He pulled it back and didn't spend it. And he just can- canceled all the projects, pulled the money back. Um, next governor will have the opportunity to do that. That's one of the things, watching everybody like, like pigs at the trough trying to get every <laughs> penny that they can, the next governor can come in and sweep it all. And and Uh, shut it all down, uh, depending on how it is set up in the budget and how it is structured.
6: I told you that before, and you've been down here 13 years. You always want to have enough money. I get it. Yes. Uh, Not enough is tough, but boy, way too much, and it looks like way too much. and, And a lot of this money is just basically federal money. It doesn't matter if it came in on sales taxes. The federal money came in for somebody to do some work and, they, and they, bought, they, they went to work and they paid income tax, and they paid it, but that kind of money ends. That's not long-term stuff. And the stuff y'all been trying to do was to fix long-term to get, to get us in the right direction. And once again, the Senate and now a lot of House members have, have, have uh, done that. I wish y'all the best. I hope we can get 36 votes. Last word, I'll leave it to you and I'll let you go.
5: We're gonna try, looking at it this way, if you're, you have a budget at your house and you have a car note, and you have a house note, you get a lump sum of cash, it makes sense to go ahead and pay the car off, pay the house off, so you so you take your monthly expenses down. It's the Absolutely. fiscally responsible thing to do. We're going to try to hold the line and do the best we can.
6: Alan you are you running for Senate District? 31. 31. This is the guy, folks, I promise you. This is the guy that can help change the Senate. All right, got to take a break. We'll be back. More to come. Ms. Dodie Harden, Representative Dodie Harden, will join us. She's had a couple bills she got through. We want to talk a little bit about that. More to come. Remember recess,
21: our children may not, because our kids are busy learning how to take a standardized test. One size fits all. That's what teachers must teach, the LEAP test. So it's hard to get kids onto the playground to learn citizenship, responsibility, and character. These things can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief. Experts know kids do better when you let them be kids, but our experts don't. They make teachers teach a test. Meanwhile, we're 2,500 teachers short because we don't pay them or let them do their jobs. So pay them, let them do their jobs. While we're at it, let's provide farm-fresh food to kids at school. Our farms have an abundance, our kids need the nutrition, and our schools already make meals. My name is Hunter Lundy. I paid for this ad because I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and an independent. Exercise, life skills,
6: teachers who teach, and farm-fresh food. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, and or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater in, and and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street, and Highland Road, and Baton Rouge, and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Getting a new mattress has never been so easy and affordable. At Home Furniture, with no money down,
12: low payments, and up to 60 months special financing. You can get a Sealy as low as $38 a month, a Purple Mattress from $48 a month, Stearns & Foster just $50 a month, or a Tempur-Pedic only $52 a month. All in stock with no money down, low payments, and up to 60 months special financing. Plus next day delivery. See store for details through Saturday at Home Furniture Plus
8: Bedding. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Terms apply. Available at babbel.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
10: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes. And in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language like magic.
0: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right.
10: It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French.
2: There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language
8: teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than...
10: Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Text RADIO to 64000 to try Babbel for free. That's RADIO to 64000 to try Babbel free. R-A-D-I-O to 64000. SimpliSafe was named Best Home Security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. But we don't do what we do for the accolades. We do it to protect you and everything you love. Our advanced sensors, indoor and outdoor HD cameras, and hazard detectors are powered by live 24-7 professional monitoring. So you get emergency help fast. Get 20% off any new system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafecom radio. There's no safe... Like Simply Safe.
13: News Talk 965, KPL.
6: Jack Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. Alan Seaball. And by the way, I didn't talk to Alan about it, but uh, I got a chance last night to go to the uh, Freedom Caucus and Alan delivered an awesome match. That was a great crowd of, a, I don't know, 300 people. Whatever it was, it was really awesome. And, and Alan did a great job. And you people that really want to be involved in a group that wants to change Louisiana's to Louisiana Freedom Caucus. And uh, I appreciate them inviting me. To, <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up speaking a lot more than they wanted to hear from me, I can promise you, but it was all good. Uh, Dodie Harden-Jones, Representative Doty Harden. Doty, how you doing?
4: Doing great. All right, all right,
6: all right, Doty. you're one of the conservatives and one of the fighters as well, uh, and a real conservative, and you need to win your reelection. election Hands out. If people understood what they're voting for, they would definitely stick with you. Uh, but you got a couple bills through
4: Yes. And I yes. know you're
6: excited. Talk about the bill. I think you got, is it two?
4: I've got all of the bills i uh, proposed were, are through. Some already signed by the governor, but all on its desk now.
6: Yeah, well, I, I know you're concerned. Talk about maybe a couple of the major ones you feel uh, good about, but you, okay. you got two-thirds of vote in one of the chambers but not the other, and does the governor veto it? So talk about it.
4: Well, on, on my, uh, uh, the bill that protects our children from grooming um, and while they're in the public classroom, and it is it got bipartisan support. On both sides of the aisle uh, in the House and in the Senate I'm very excited about this because this has nothing to do with, it's not a partisan issue you know our, we have great teachers and I so appreciate them but we do have a movement as you know going across our country their sole purpose is to indoctrinate into to our children with their own ideology and school is a place of learning as as are all of our great teachers is, and uh, I know the ones in Beauchamp parish know and so uh, it's now on the governor's desk and God worked a miracle truly and it's because of We, the people, the parents, have had enough and they're standing and they respect us. Tell us
6: what that bill basically does, a simple definition. The the
4: bill basically just prevents an educator or a school employee from initiating a conversation on sexual orientation or gender identity. But, it, but it's
6: but it's that simple. It, doesn't, that it simple. doesn't affect. It doesn't go after anybody no. like the media tries to make you believe. Oh,
4: absolutely not! In fact, in crafting this bill, I have uh, uh, several transgender. Uh, uh, a, parents that help me with this. I have others that are uh, same-sex, have same-sex partners who help me with this. They want their children protected just as much as anybody from someone else influencing their children with their own ideologies because we parents have the right to raise our children according to our own morals and principles. It
6: didn't stop anybody from doing anything. It just stopped teachers and educators from engaging it. From
4: initiating it. And for, and, uh, for, you know, a teacher cannot initiate a student led a student prayer but they can they can observe and uh, you know and uh bow their head while the, THE CHILDREN ARE PRAYING AND THE STUDENTS ARE LEADING THE PRAYER. IT'S THE SAME HERE. AND THEY SAY, OH, YOU CAN'T HAVE A PICTURE OF YOUR FAMILY ON THE DESK. NOT TRUE. YOU KNOW, YOU JUST CAN'T MAKE A CLASSROOM DISCUSSION AROUND IT BECAUSE WE KNOW THE CLASSROOM INSTRUCTIONAL TIME IS SO LIMITED. And, AND WE FALL SO SHORT IN SO MANY DIFFERENT SUBJECTS. SO, uh, WHAT WAS THE know, OTHER
6: ONE, BUT THAT WAS ANOTHER okay, ONE. OKAY, I
4: HAVE ANOTHER ONE. DO YOU KNOW, um, AND GOD WE TRUST TO PUT in THE NATIONAL motto IN EVERY CLASSROOM. WHAT BETTER WAY CAN WE GET GOD BACK IN THE CLASSROOM? Uh, Than our national motto, and then my uh, CMV journeys law uh, is a, a bill that um, has uh, will allow testing for all newborns that fail the hearing test uh, to be tested for cyclomedical virus, which is a viral infection that can be spread from the to the mother to the to the child while in the womb. And if they catch it at birth, they can start an antiviral uh, drug regimen and prevent all the disabilities that Journey Bailey is suffering from now.
6: Well, uh, out of all these bills, do, do, do you get, when you do a bills like you do it, do you get the word from the governor's that they, uh, governor's office, they're going to veto them or whatever? No, do I not don't. knowing to not until it happens? You
4: don't know until it happens. And you know, one thing I don't want to do is to assume uh, that our governor 's not going to do the right thing and um I, and oh, I hope he does yeah and it's a, it 's a you know I know that uh he want, we are protecting children, and again, it has nothing, no judgment on anyone 's lifestyle choice, but it has everything to do with a uh, adult robbing the inner innocence of our children by validating yeah. that lifestyle choice and um and so you know and i I just you know I pray that that uh, he hears the voice of the people. And it's up to we, the people, to continue to contact him. You know, every step of the way, this has been supported by parents. from all. It uh, doesn't matter if you have a D.R. or independent, it doesn't matter. These are your children, and you refuse to hand your children over to the whims of anyone. Yeah,
6: yeah. if you read, and, you, and I know you have, you watch national news, we've seen areas where teachers have stood up. You've even talked about it and said, I get to indoctrinate every day. Nobody knows what I'm doing. Right. And they're out there boasting. I mean, how bad can yeah. it be? Well,
4: a teacher in Caddo uh, said, I delight in causing confusion to my elementary school children. I delight in the confusion that, I, that it causes when I, you know, they show, will show up one day dressed like a woman, the next day like a man. So ha- how sick is that? Yeah. How sick yeah. is that?
6: Well, I think. American people and most people behind you, especially in Louisiana.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm grateful, truly. Well, look,
6: Doty, what's the district you uh? Represent.
4: I represent District 9, and I can't wait to get back home with them and uh, start the grassroots oh, wow. movement, campaigning, uh, uh, that my people know who I am, who I'm not, and why they sent me here, and I refuse to fail them. Well,
6: you need you need to be reelected big time, and I uh, uh, wish uh, you the best you. of luck. Thank you. All man. right, got to take a break. 844-766-6607 is the number if you'd like to be part of the program. It is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Mr. Gabe Furman's going to come join us. Gabe is the one that got a really big bill passed across. And uh, we, we're proud to have uh, had that bill passed. And we'll talk to him in a few minutes. Out, oh, yeah.
15: say now,
6: say
13: now.
6: oh, Shucks, you been hearing me brag about Shucks been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh, Every day, right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks. Oh, they're good.
14: Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids. And our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, sheriff's deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor,
8: Jeff Landry.
21: Paid for by Landry for Louisiana.
8: Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating.
6: Call them today, make pests go away j and the Get the shield. Yeah. Chest up, brother. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. We are in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We're broadcasting at the Capitol. We're in the state treasurer's office. That'd be Mr. John Schroeder. We'll visit with him next. I uh, got some representatives and senators coming to talking about some bills and things that are going on at the Capitol. Uh, we'll do this until 11 o'clock. I got really a great lineup, and I'm looking forward to talking to all of them. The next one is uh, Representative Gabe Farmat. He's the guy. He's been on the program. He had the big bill to protect basically protect children i call it just protecting children and uh then we ran into a little controversy but gabe good to see you man how you been good good to be here man. Well, at least we're in front of each other yeah. now
22: yeah first first uh face-to-face uh, interview
6: you uh, uh you say you get to be able to pass in the house and then the disaster in the senate which means you talked about and i remember i told you i said it bothers me the committee chair who's fred mills and then I looked at the four Republicans and the four Democrats and I thought, wow. And you said, I'm gonna stay optimistic on it, but it didn't work out. But in the big picture, it has worked.
22: It did, and look, you were right. That was a problematic committee, Senate Health and Welfare. But in the grand scheme of things, I think it worked out better. I mean, it, it the bill temporarily going down in Health and Welfare just galvanized the public. People from across the state were outraged. They really were and um i think
6: it, people across the country
22: <laughs> they were oh, look, <laughs> i it, know
6: across the state it was
22: hey it, it went viral as they say uh you know matt walsh picked it up ben shapiro and I look so i think it, it this served to bring attention to this issue not just in louisiana but across the nation and look it's been a lot of ups and downs but um the bill was recommitted to judiciary a Flew off the Senate floor, 29 to 10. Uh, Senator Jay Marsh just did an outstanding job carrying that bill for him. And uh, I concurred with the Senate amendments yesterday, and we picked up a couple more Democrat votes. So probably looking at 78 Yays on the House, 29 on the Senate. So I think we're in a good position. So it's, it's everything's done now. It goes to the governor. On its way to the governor.
6: You, uh, going through the process, I'm just, just your thoughts when it, when it got beat. Just your thoughts of, the day when you're sitting there and it got beat five to four. What was your initial thoughts on that? Not about, forget Fred. I'm talking about what was your thoughts on, I can't believe a bill is simple, because the first thing I need you to do before you tell us that is, tell people exactly what the bill does. It didn't hate anybody. It didn't go after anybody. It was not anti-LGBTQ whatever bill. It was none of that, even though the media put that out as that. But tell us what the bill is and then your initial thoughts when it got beat.
22: Yeah, it had nothing to do with sexual orientation or religion or hate. All it did was protect children. So House Bill 648 simply makes it illegal to perform chemical or surgical sex change procedures on minors. Anybody under 18. (laughs) I was very discouraged when when it went down. And look, my first thought went to the kids because I've been researching this three years now. And Moon... When you dig into it and you understand what these puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, what they do to, to kids' bodies and what, what it does to their mental state, it's just horrific. It, it's actually, horrible. Since you said that, and, and, and I read a lot
6: and I try to learn, okay? And one of the things that you just said about all this stuff they take, it looks like to me you, to do what they're talking about doing, you're going to be on medication all your life. You're going right. to be taking something all your life, to trans, I mean, who wants to be on something all their life? Nobody. I mean, I, look, I take a little uh, aspirin, a, a, a blood pressure medication. I don't want to be on it. I was told I'm going to be on it all my life. I, don't, I didn't like to hear that. These people are putting themselves in a position to be on something all their lives from the time they're 10 and 12 years old. I don't I don't know how safe that is.
22: Oh, it can't be. And, and look, just common sense tells you. I've got kids 13 and 15 right now. And I, like I hadn't seen them in a week. The first thing I'll tell them when I get home is I can't believe how much you've grown. They're at that age. They're at the age where these doctors are prescribing puberty blockers. How in the world can it not be devastating for a child's body to interrupt puberty? We know that's when brain development occurs, bone density uh, growth occurs, sexual organs. I mean, if, if you get on these drugs, it's essentially chemical castration. You are removing that child's ability to have to have biological But y'all surgery. had
6: people in the testimony talking about this. Y'all had people in the testimony that went through this that says the worst thing that ever happened. And the other thing is, you've been seeing when these people that started out doing all this across overseas and stuff. They're now regretting they even attempted this
22: stuff. Oh, absolutely. England, France, Sweden. Uh, just heard that Norway uh, stopped doing these procedures. There was an article in the biggest newspaper in Australia who is as woke as they get. Uh, but this, they published an article last week uh, in the biggest newspaper in Australia said this will be the worst medical scandal in 100 years. And it's just insane that the medical community and politicians here can't just step back, remove politics, look at the data, and understand that they made a mistake. That what we're doing is is... Just not the right thing to do. So, if we look at the data and the science, it's obvious the right, the best approach to this is mental health counseling, yeah. watchful waiting. We know that eighty-five to ninety percent of kids experiencing this discomfort with their sex will essentially outgrow it. Yeah, it's uh, so you get the bill passed. You get
6: twenty-nine votes. Uh, I mean, you got to be proud of what the legislature did. It sits on the governor's desk. I got to believe, when I look back at the last veto session, so we go to a veto session, we pass one bill, it was Beth Mazel's bill, it passed the House and the Senate, he didn't veto it, or, or whatever he wanted to do, because at that point he couldn't, so he decided that he wasn't touching it anymore. Uh, wouldn't you think that he'd let this
22: be, be law I, I'm praying for the governor, and I think this is a very tough decision for him. He's going to be under a lot of pressure by the far left wing of, of his party sure. to uh, to veto this. But again, if he just looks at the facts, if he listens to the stories of the detransitioners who understand what a horrible decision I'm, I made, um, if he listens to the faith community, I think he will understand how important this is, that this isn't about hate. It's about protecting kids. And uh, there is there is no doubt that the people of this state think this legislation is important. They understand that nobody in Louisiana has a right to harm a child. Um, like I'm optimistic that uh, the governor will do the right thing.
6: Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's sad if he really, like you said, was worried about what people thought, what the people really believe here he would be. At the worst, let it become law without a signature. Right. All he got to do is walk away from it. I don't know if he will, but I, that's what he's – if it passes and we don't have a veto,
22: that's how it's going to pass. He's not going to sign that. Bill. Oh, I agree. And, look, I've had several senators, several representatives come up to me on their own and say, we're ready to override this veto. And that was my
6: next question. The governor vetoes if we're going to override it, I hope. You've got too many votes not to override it. And I don't think – I could be wrong with the session, the way it played out with all the money and the back and forth – I could be wrong, but I bet you
22: uh, nobody wants to come back and spend another few days there. My good feeling. Well, no, especially, <laughs> especially the ones uh, with vacations and the ones uh, with, with races uh, that they'll be in the middle of. But the outcry from the public on this issue will be overwhelming. And if you do not support a veto override session, I don't know that you can ever live it down. What kind of, uh, what kind of
6: response did you get personally? Did you get a lot of any negative? Or most well, I know you're going to get some.
22: Look, I got a, uh, and I don't want to make a big deal out no, of it. Has- but I, I got, You know, some pretty, pretty, I'm not going to call them serious threats, but some a lot of ugly, ugly uh, stuff on Twitter and Facebook. But for the most part, the people who've contacted me, just very grateful, but this was a team effort and oh yeah i agree I Moon, mean, this if somebody had to take charge you did and we appreciate and the look the grassroots uh the grassroots groups that that participated in this around the country just unbelievable and um i know you you interviewed alan seaball yeah. earlier and, and look i want to give alan and larry freeman credit um look if you want anybody to fight for you it's those two and then, like they gave me good advice and they helped me there on the on the house floor so i I owe a a big debt of gratitude to those two guys
6: i don't know framing as well but he looks like the fighter i know Allen's a fighter and uh and we need fighters i i tell you uh you know new governor coming in i'm taking you running for re-election
22: yes and
6: uh I, i hope it's a new place we need this place to be a new place for one time in its history yeah and it seems never to be a new place we need it to be a new place next year i'm talking about new leadership new place and a new direction
22: i think we will i'm excited about it and look, i know you've been saying that for years No, but, ev- but-
6: every, everybody i'm talking to really believes this is it I, i'm 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 not pessimistic at all i'm just realist and i look at history and unfortunately louisiana history repeats itself over and over and over and over again we don't change it we need a break we need a break we need a stop gap we need to stop it and i'm hoping it's the next group and it's called leadership if it if it doesn't come from
22: the governor the senate the president and speaker It's a problem. Yeah. And this may be the last chance we get. What district are you? Uh, District 22, Grant, LaSalle, Natchitoches, Parish. Great area. Love that area. Thank you. All right, folks, we got to get out of here. We'll be back. More to come. We expect
6: the state treasurer when we get back.
10: Louisiana's top law enforcement official, Jeff Landry, has failed us. Murder, rape, carjackings. Under Landry's watch, Louisiana is now the most dangerous state in America. Stephen pack has a plan to take Louisiana back from the criminals. It starts by supporting law enforcement and giving them the tools they need. pack will work with DAs and prosecutors, ensuring repeat offenders stay off our streets. Stephen pack for a safer Louisiana. Paid for by Reboot Louisiana Pack. Line One is a business telecom provider.
6: Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is line.one. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren. But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could protect all of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases? Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years? Find out more. 337-366-8366. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com.
4: Cancer care.
6: Welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Great to have you with us at the state capitol. We're actually in the vote. I mean, we're literally in the vote. I'm going to let state treasurer tell you a little bit about that when we get to him in just a second. But we're here at the capitol in conjunction with our friends at 107.3 FM. Make sure you tell a friend. Baton Rouge, we are on nine eleven, 11 Monday through Friday. We appreciate guarantee broadcast. And he's here, state treasurer John Kennedy. I want to mention he is running governor of the great state of louisiana as well john how you doing bud that's the second time you said that
23: john What's kennedy th- jocks and you got the list right in dang, front of dang
6: john like the- schroeder john schroeder and i love schroeder i've been i've been knowing schroeder a long time he actually played football with my brother yep talked to him yesterday he told me to tell you
23: how i wanted to tell you that i told you this when i first met you he didn't he didn't he didn't say Griffon No He said Griffin. Griffin. Oh, no. I know. He still says Griffin. One of y'all don't know how to say your last name. <laughs> well, he still says
11: Griffin. But since you know him and know me, which one Griff. you think it is? Yeah. <laughs>
23: I'll go with Griff.
6: It's good you know. to see you,
11: John. But no,
23: I'm glad look, I know you, you and I have been talking about this for a few years, but this is the vault. This was actually I, I called it a little mini Walgreens because this was like the storage room at the for Treasury. And I'm telling you, from Christmas decorations to just whatever, whatever. interns were crammed in here. And we didn't really have a conference room so this is our conference room at the capitol my office uh, is on the third floor at the state capitol but they have artifacts in here that are over hundred years old and
6: this i went through it
23: i looked you know, at it this was built in 1932 people come up and tour it now i mean a lot of kids from schools and it's pretty neat neat place to see and uh we sort of designed this after at the fbi headquarters you have all the state treasures that served so, anyway, it's a be a nice place for the next treasurer to hang out. State,
6: State treasurer, John Schroeder. And when he says it's the vault, folks, he can lock me in here if he wants to, and I just stand here and cry <laughs> yeah. for two reasons. There's nothing to drink <coughs> there's, and nothing to eat and nobody to use the bathroom. So, but, I mean, yeah. I, I would cry. was no,
23: all concrete and steel, and, and we have to have artificial air made. Or, or you the, the other to thing, thing too, here. I
6: bet you, uh and we won't go into because I want to move on, but a lot of history here is what yep. you're saying. yep. They, they literally things. used to keep money in here, Yeah,
23: of some of these paper bonds are over 100 years old, so it's, it's interesting to see. Do you still lock this every day? We do, because the signature where, where, where I signed some of, a lot of my official documents are, are in this locked in. It looks like a jail. You probably, yeah, it does. You, don't, you probably know what a jail looks like. <laughs> but they, they, they lock it up in here every day, so somebody can't um, come get some, some of your money Listen, when they're
6: not supposed to. You're a state treasurer. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I said it, uh, Schroeder's running for... Uh, for governor, and we may get to that a little bit because I'm going to have a couple of segments, I hope, with him. But uh, what do you make? And I'm going to do the big picture. And I'm going to go to the federal government of the money that's being printed, uh, the debt that's being created. Uh, John, I've, I've asked any banker, anybody in finance to explain to me, how does this end? Because this doesn't end well. And it can't end well because you can't just keep running up debt. And, and everybody acts like we're doing great. And the inflation itself is really starting to whack on people. So my question to you is, and it's not that I think you're probably not an expert in every field, but you've been around the Treasury, You understand the game. How, how does the United States of America I'll start with them before we get back to Louisiana? What happens in the future? Because we're talking about $50 trillion worth of debt in the next 10 years.
23: Well, just the debt as it stands today at $31 trillion, I think if, if you... Um, I saw something other day. You know, the the um, I think Kennedy had something on on online where I saw uh, it's going to go from 31 bit, a trillion to 50 trillion in one year. I mean, that's incredible. You know, I know that it increases, but that's crazy. Um, I will tell you this, it, it, just to sort of put it in perspective. I like to sh- sh- to, to, so the public understands this. 31 trillion in debt. This is what that means you would need a billion dollars a year of surplus money, meaning that there's an extra billion for 32,000 years to pay off the federal debt right now, at what it is before the next budget. <laughs> you can write that down. 32,000 years at a billion dollars a year to pay off the 32, a trillion, 31, But 32.
6: everybody's running around Mostly Democrat, but some Republicans are running around. They, they, stretching it out, stretching it out. John, let me ask you a question. I'm gonna I'm put it simple, and it's it's way worse than I'm getting ready to put. It. So today, if I walked in, I say, hey John, I got a credit card. It's twenty-five thousand dollars. I'm I'm over the limit. I, I can't spend any money. And you say, Well, Moon, that's a problem. You need to work on. I said, well, Hey, John, I got good news. A credit card company just told me I got fifty now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna extend my credit to fifty, and I spend it to fifty. And I, I'm the same problem. Then they spend it to hundred. Then I spend hundred. Uh, don't you think it had been easier to pay it off when it was $25,000? That's a hundred. It's still growing. I have no way to pay for that. Right. I mean, is that, a, is that a, a silly example? But I'm saying that's what we're doing. But we're not doing it with $25,000. We're doing it with trillions. trillions. So my question is, if I was a guy doing that, I got a problem because I can't pay all that anymore.
23: No, that's a lot of zeros. And, you know, unfortunately, Moon, you know, um, Nikki Muscarello, uh, state legislator out of Hammond, I helped on a bill this year that would, uh, I'm hoping the governor signs it, I don't think think he wouldn't, but uh, that it would require high schoolers to take one year financial literacy. We have the highest percentage of unbanked uh, families in the whole country in Louisiana. Over half our families don't have banking accounts. You think they understand what you just said? No. No absolutely not so so we're financially illiterate in this state, so this will um this will at least i mean help start educating people on, now, on the now I know why now
6: I know why the legislature does what it does what it spends money
23: well the difference between <laughs> care. the difference between what's going on in d c right now what's going on here in Baton Rouge is this isn't debt this is this is cash. the reason we have thirty one thirty two trillion in debt in in d c is because they sent it down to the states a larger part of that is coming to the states and people don't understand and this forty billion dollar budget for Louisiana uh, a large share of that's coming from the feds our state general fund budgets only about eleven billion dollars but our budget this year is 42 billion so some of that money is dedicated funds and it's probably almost half you know our, our true budget if you, if you didn't have all this pandemic money and all this hurricane money I would venture to say our true budget's probably somewhere this year around 30, 29 to 31 billion, somewhere in that range. You throw in all the federal money. Last year was 60 plus billion. So I, next year, this federal money starts, we'll have to start weaning ourselves down. The real question, which nobody really talks about this, is how much of that causes um, reoccurring debt? Because... It takes infrastructure to implement and spend all that money. And when all the money is gone, what's left? What infrastructure is left behind that you have to pay for?
6: John, it's, it's going to be worse than that because, you know, people don't realize that. I, I to I the legislative fiscal officer right in the state of Louisiana. One of the things that Edwards and D- Jay Darden and have bragged about is we don't use one-time money. According yeah. to him, yeah. I mean, the legislative... Six of the last seven budgets use one-time money on reoccurring expenses. They can talk about and them all they want to, and they did it, and they were wrong, and I was yeah. the only one hollering for the time. They did it, too, well, look, but they never the, brought it out.
23: Just for the record, you weren't the only one hollering about it. I think me and Brett Guyman educated you on Absolutely. The one-time Y'all money. Absolutely. Y'all in CB. We, we, it took us six years, six years to get a, a bill passed, a law to tell the state of Louisiana you couldn't spend one-time money on reoccurring expenses now. They look, the problem now is the definition is is a gray. so they can make the argument, and I, I hear them say that. Um, but li- my last year in the legislature, if you, if you go online and look, I, I scolded G- Jay pretty hard about spending one-time money on reoccurring expenses. But they're still doing it. Yeah, they do it because it's a, it's, it's a gray area. It is absolutely a gray area. <laughs> it
6: might be a gray area, but the fact that they're doing it but bragging that they're not is what bothers me. Uh, I hate a hypocrite. I, I, and somebody that lies, I'd rather deal with a liar than a hypocrite. I just would. All right. We're going to hold John Schroeder for the next segment because I promised him I wanted to get to State Treasure. We'll be here until uh, 11 o'clock. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.
15: Not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.
6: News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. It's not just hazy, it's smoky.
2: I'm Dave Anthony, Fox
6: News. This is not the day to train for a marathon or to do an outside event with your children. Stay inside, close
2: windows and doors. Mayor Eric Adams worried about the air in New York City. Just west of there in central New York State, the air quality considered hazardous because of the smoke wafting down from Canadian wildfires. It's almost as bad from Pennsylvania to Delaware to Washington, D.C. up to Boston. It's
8: nasty out. My my asthma is bad in general and this is much much, much worse.
2: That bad air Stretches all the way to Detroit. Two more Republicans are launching campaigns today for president. Former Vice President Mike Pence will be in Iowa after releasing a video. Our country's in a lot of trouble. President Joe Biden and the radical left have weakened America at home and abroad. And while Pence and his issues with former President Trump, the GOP frontrunner, are well-known, the other new candidate is not, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. We're undaunted about being unknown. I think it's a great place to begin to tell our story. We've got a great story to tell. Burgum tells Fox Digital America's yearning for a new leader who understands small business like he does. They joined the race the day after Chris Christie, who also ran in 2016, launched his campaign in New Hampshire, appealing to the former president's supporters, he says,
3: are not guaranteed Trump voters. They're not one of his buildings. They're not one of his failed casinos in New Jersey. Okay. I voted for him twice. Okay. Am I a Trump voter then? Hell no, man.
2: The day after a shooting ruined a high school graduation in Virginia, killing two people. In from Richmond, Police Chief Rick Edwards
6: says, We now can confirm that, that these individuals are stepfather and stepson.
2: Five others were shot and wounded. Twelve more were injured running from the gunfire. The suspected shooter is in custody. Pope Francis is in a hospital in Rome to have surgery today to repair a blocked intestine two years after the 86-year-old Pope had part of his colon removed. America's listening to Fox News.
7: Heart failure, carpal tunnel syndrome, shortness of breath, stomach issues, lower back pain. How does it all add up? If you have heart failure and any of those seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, it's time to talk with your cardiologist and get the full picture. They may add up to transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy. ATTRCM is a rare and underdiagnosed disease. Recognize the signs and discuss them with your doctor soon. Learn more at connectwithyourheart.com. That's connectwithyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer.
18: Jesse Kelly here. If given the choice between financial stress or peace of mind, I will always choose peace of mind. That is why I've secured gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group. Having precious metals in your home safe or in your 401k or IRA should be considered your investment strategy. Simply put, it's a portfolio protection plan. One app, one call, and you pick your precious metals. That's it. You now own real precious metals just like I do. Call 833-404-GOLD. That's 833 833-404- 404
10: I'm Hannah Como and I'm here with my husband Brandon. We are so passionate about helping marriages grow and succeed and as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I know the importance of investing in your relationship.
22: We
1: believe that a good marriage is the foundation of a healthy family. We also understand that marriage is hard and the challenges that we face in today's society are different from those of the past. Our goal is to help you navigate those changes and to gain the skills to build a better marriage together. Listen in weekly to The Modern Marriage to help you create the marriage you have always wanted. Sunday evenings from 5 to 6 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 k
15: Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPHL.
0: The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPHL or Town Square Media. <laughs>
6: Welcome back, Moon Griffon Show. Back in the vault in the treasurer's office, of course, uh, John, I'm reading it. John Schroeder, not the other John, is the state treasurer. He's our, he's our special guest. He's an already me. And, and then I got my next two guests that are here. And, and and I didn't know the vault had this much BS in it at one time, but it does at this point. <laughs> Welcome to the Capitol, Moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, y'all not high enough. With his capital, it's starting well, to see through, brother. You know, my, my, my good friend,
23: my, my, my brother in crime, Mr. Garman, he finally makes it to the vault. I guess I, I guess you need to come up here to get him to come up I to the need,
6: vault. I need to come more often is what mm-hmm. you're telling me. Anyway, uh, John Schroeder, our state treasurer, he is running for governor. All right, interesting, off the record, now it's going to be on the record because... Uh, you said there's one way to fix some of the problems, all this vote buying and everything going on. Everybody knows what's going on. I said, it's so much money, it's what's happening. But you started talking about HB2. I want you to explain to the audience about HB2, what it is, okay. and then explain why this is a problem. And then you said there's a solution, and I want to hit a solution because I think that's pretty good. So let's well, let's start there.
23: It's funny because my communications director is in here, and, and they sent me a, a clip from 2016. Where I stood on a house floor. Were you here in 2016, bro? That was you just had left. No. And I'm screaming at the house because I'm waving the the document of HB2 in my hands. Um, Four billion dollars of of what I call Santa Claus money. And I, you know, I'm a little harsh when I say this. It's 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 corruption. It's it corrupts the whole political process. I was asked at a par forum. If, if I if I could do one thing, what it would be with with the capital outlay process I said I'd throw it away. It's the most politically corrupt process in this building because it stops legislators from making quality decisions on law and and policy because it because it it becomes. A position of do I vote for that bill or do I pay for this project at their home? And then the council and the economic development people, the health care people, the higher ed people all calling their legislators. Hey, we need this money. You need to vote. You need to not vote for that. HB2 is a
6: money bill. It is a period in the conversation.
23: I've said this many, many times. Look, and I went to the Freedom Caucus event last night. All those issues are very, I heard very somebody
6: boo me last night. Was that you? No.
23: Okay, I'll just make sure.
6: I think it was God, look at him raising his I, hand over there. I laughed, I laughed
23: a few times, but I didn't <laughs> boo you. Um, I hope you laughed a lot. This whole building revolves around money, and, and we don't talk about it enough. And it's, it's a complicated subject. You have to spend a lot of time studying. You have to uh, spend a lot of time at nighttime understanding the process, and it's hard. And, and, and that's why Brett's been here so long, and he knows this. I got here, him and Jim Morris is who I went to when I first got here in 2008 and, and wouldn't let them go to sleep at night. Tom learning about this budget process. It's a bear. And, and, it's, and you, just have, you just have a few people that really understand it, and those are the power brokers. It's the people who understand the budget process and how it works and how this money moves. HB2 is used by the governor and leadership, both in the House and the Senate, to get their agendas passed. But they're they're not related.
6: And that money affects all these agendas that have nothing to do with the money.
23: This $2.3 billion, that's just what they're going to spend. That's not counting the dedicated money that is being spent. The REC recognized over $900 million uh, a couple of weeks ago. $900 million extra dollars for this year. That's on top of $2.3 billion. But out of, that, out of that $900 million, 340 of it, I think, is going to go to the general fund. The rest of it is spent through dedicated funds. So we don't even discuss th- those dollars. So we have so much money right now in this state. What what sort of bothers me, and this isn't political. This is just your state treasurer talking, because I'm the financial guy for the state. We don't ever talk about saving anything. We got 35 billion dollars in debt, debt, in debt. Why don't we pay some of that down? We know in the out years, we're gonna have some financial problems. So why not lower the debt? But I wait, think- wait, it, but, but
6: weren't you on record as saying when the House passed the first budget that that, that was a good budget? Absolutely. Didn't you come out for that budget? I, I absolutely I did. did. I thought you did. And I thought
23: somebody should have said that last night. I, I'm the only elected official outside the legislature that came out uh, and supported it. But it's not saying that what the Senate wants to do is wrong. It's just a different plan. I want to see some debt paid down because it frees up residual money to do whatever they want for in out years. And, and I've sat in this building when we had eight consecutive years of budget cuts. I don't know how many times I'll talk to you on your radio much, program, but- how hard it was to do that. And I tell these young legislators who are, who are here in their first term, they have no idea what it's like when you have to sit here year after year and have cuts.
6: It's hard. Is absolutely well, that's what I, hard. I said this earlier and I told you this when you got the cuts and you got you don't have enough money is ridiculous and when you got but it seems to me when you got so much it's just as bad well you tell me I'm wrong at least I seem like to me just having just enough to get everything done is better than having what you're having now because they've lost their minds
23: when, now. when I had excess money in my companies you know what we did with it we paid off our debt I wouldn't be sitting here today Paying off my debt as a young man provided me the opportunity and the wherewithal and the flexibility to come serve in the legislature sure, and I now agree. be state treasurer. I wouldn't be here. I'm, I'm, this is a good example. I wouldn't be here today if I wasn't paying off my debt in my late 30s and early 40s when, when, when you had some windfall of money. I'm not telling the legislature not to, to go catch up on projects. But we're always going to have needs, Moon. That's always. just the nature of government but we ought to be paying down some of our debt. Our debt per ratio is one of the highest in the in country per capita, okay, per person. So why not less than that? Why not pay down some of the uh, retirement debts to, 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 to what we owe? Um, it's, a, it's the practical thing to do, it's, yeah, but you have to have some financial discipline So what is that.
6: the So what is the solution on HB2, which let's just be blunt, money, yeah. the yeah. money, money, money. What is, the, there gotta be a solution that's I think changing a couple it. you governor, yep. okay, Governor Schroeder. Can you get something changed? Everybody it wants be? to
23: be like Texas, right? And everybody want to be like Texas? I tell people we want to
6: spend- No, no, we talk about Texas. We don't do anything to be like Texas. Well, I, didn't say,
23: I didn't say we were doing anything. I said, do we- We, we want to be, like yeah. be like Texas. Well, yeah. Texas has a two-year budget, okay? If, they meet every other year too. They meet every other year. I love that already. We, we, we want to we spend like Texas, but we don't want to act like Texas and how Texas gets into those positions. Look, this, we're in a fiscal session. We've spent more time, and as legislators in here, y'all could nod your head yes or no when I say this. we spent way more time talking about all these other, I don't want to say superfluous issues, but issues that have nothing to do with the finances of this state. We do not spend enough time in this building in the weeds on the finances of this state. This man, not, and I've known Philip now for four years, this man is, is not the average person that walks into this building. People like me aren't the average, and I don't mean that we're smarter than anybody, we like the budget. You can't find 10 people in this building that like the budget. Nobody likes the budget. My wife hates budgets. I oh, no. you know. So if you want to fix this problem, let's, let's talk about going to a two-year budget. Let's, let's talk about getting the HB1 through before any other bills can get through. Let's talk about getting HB2 out of the way before all these other bills go, because that's, what they, that's why it's the last day. Because they hold, it, out they hold out against you. They hold out against you and they brought, they're, they're literally, I know my, Paige is a friend of mine. We both got here in the same year. So I'm going to tell you, Paige, don't take this personally. <clears throat> There's a video online right now from 2016 when I said this. It's, it's, it's hypocritical of us to sit in this building as conservatives and then vote for HB2. If you, I would argue that if you voted for HB2, you're not as conservative as you think. Because all you got to do. But most is, of
6: them don't understand what you're they saying, don't, in they, my opinion. They
23: really don't. Okay. They really don't understand what that means. You're buying, you're buying votes through that process. And I've had different freshman legislators look at me and they tell me how conservative, blah, blah, blah. I said, I got one question for you. Did you vote for HB2? Yes. Well, you're not as conservative as, as you think, and you need to go fi- figure out what that bill about. Because most legislators, they aren't even in that bill. <clears throat> They're not going to get anything from it, Moon. We borrow about, <clears throat> on top of this, on top of the $2.3 billion in, in spending y- y'all are fixing to do, in a couple months, we're going to borrow almost another $400 million to pay for HB2. It's stupid.
6: A dumbest thing I have ever
23: that. heard. You wouldn't do that in your personal life. Dumbest thing I have ever heard. $2.3 billion extra dollars, and you are going to tell me we are going to turn around in a couple months and borrow $400 million to pay for capital outlay projects?
6: Yeah, but these, the guys, Garmin. what is your name again, sir? I, don't, I forgot your name.
23: Philip. Businessman out of Lake Charles. Oh, y'all know each other. Yeah. So it's really just understanding this process, but we get so we get so bogged down in all these other non-fiscal issues that I think we need to spend more time. But HB2, it needs to get through the process before you move all these other bills. And when you have a fiscal session, I don't think you ought to have all these other bills. Okay.
6: Let me throw a governor's question. You're the governor. Is this something you fight for? Yeah. Is it something that can be changed with a governor, stroke of a pen, legislators? How do you change it? I think and you better, if, if you're going to tell me the legislature, you better make dang sure we got leadership unlike we got now in the House and Senate. Because you not, people like this are never going to change. So.
23: Let me tell you something. I've been here for 14 years. I watch so tr- much transactional politics. It's a pay to play. And I'm talking at, all, at a lot of levels, not just in the legislature. I watch this happen. Across the board, and that's one of the reasons I'm I'm running for governor, and I, and I don't want to talk about that uh, in, inside the treasurer's office. But and we could talk you about can, that. You can because I asked that. the question. Well, go ahead, you're, I'm getting
6: ready to wrap up with you. you. Go ahead.
23: But I want somebody that's not transactional. I. I I'm, I'm going to make decisions based on what's best for the citizens of Louisiana, and that's what's best for me, and, and, and you promising this to me. You do this, I'm going to pay for that. I mean, that's ridiculous. We have to make decisions based on what's best for the citizens of Louisiana, and it happens constantly. I think the governor has to give up some power, and I think the legislature has to give up some it's power. It's
6: going to be the right kind of governor to do what you said.
23: But it's going to take somebody who's confident in their own abilities to sit down, negotiate, and 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 communicate. The governor, next governor, has to work with the legislature, or, or none of this is going to
6: get fixed. I got news for you. I think we're in the last point. The right governor, the right Senate president, the right Speaker of the House is a must coming up next year. Well, if must. you don't fix HB two, all of us are Hey, you got the right ones. We can get it fixed. Go to my Facebook page and watch my speech from the House floor in 2016. All right, I will. Thank you very Please. much. All right, his name is John Schroeder. He is our state treasurer. He's running for governor. John, thank you. Mr. Tarver will come visit with us now. And then Mr. Guyman. We'll be right back. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherds Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherds Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease, and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, dot.
10: Oh. As Louisiana's top law enforcement official, Jeff Landry has failed us. Murder, rape, carjackings. Under Landry's watch, Louisiana is now the most dangerous state in America. Steven pack has a plan to take Louisiana back from the criminals. It starts by supporting law enforcement and giving them the tools they need. pack will work with DAs and prosecutors, ensuring repeat offenders stay off our streets. Steven pack for a safer Louisiana. Paid for by Reboot Louisiana
6: We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact line one about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers, utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line 1 has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line 1 app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line 1 system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.1. Line.1. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to line.one and tell him Moon sent you. If you're hiring. Oh, welcome back. Moving on show on the road. State Capitol, the state treasurer's office. John Schroeder's uh, state treasurer. We're in his office. And we're literally in a vault. And, uh, and I appreciate them letting us be here today. There's a Matthew James hotline. It's uh, 844-766-6607. It is a Matthew James tax and wealth management hotline. Mr. Philip Tarver joins us now. Uh, Representative Tarver in his first term. Well, brother, you, you're going gonna to make it through four years. And uh, I bet you when you got here, you were probably told what to expect i bet it's really nothing like the experience
20: <laughs> well it's, it's been uh exciting and enlightening a lot of things uh have happened we started out with a you know with a bombshell when we uh, went into the shutdown mode and it's just kind of been uh, kind of trying to climb out of the cellar ever since then uh, but i think we really got our our uh, i'm talking about my class the younger, yes sir yes sir the, the first termers i think we really got our uh legs underneath us this, this year though and towards the end of last year and
6: and this year we really it gotta, takes a while it's gonna take yeah, a while that's it, what i hear from people veterans that have been yeah. around i'm sure they tell you that too you come here and you think you know something you come in you figure you know nothing you got to start from the ground floor right, right. and it depends on who's training you and i know when i say training you is teaching you the ropes and you got a good one right here because he's been through the process which probably has helped you
20: yeah, oh, no question. You you try it takes you a little while to develop those uh, paths and figure out where you kind of lie and where what what uh, what kind of uh group that you're going to permeate yourself around or or put yourself around it that that uh, will will kind of influence your your thought process. Right.
6: Right now, Philip, y'all are really down. I know y'all got things still to do, but really it's about uh SCR3 right now. Correct. It's uh it's raising a debt ceiling and I know You've been a pretty solid vote, and I, I was hoping and praying. uh You saw me with my 36 button last night. Uh,
20: yeah, I told you okay. what that meant, too. Yeah, yeah, you did. What I, tell I, you. I explained
6: it last night, but did, did I do a good job? because good I, job. I thought about what I was explaining. I said, Paul was going to get mad at me because I didn't say it just like he said it.
20: Almost exactly. Almost you got the point, the exact point. But the point being is. the number of strong people that it takes to change this state. And, look, what you and the uh, treasurer were talking about a while ago was right down my alley. I came here to be different. I didn't come here to just fit in and be one of the good old boys and do what the bosses say. Uh, we and and a lot of my colleagues in my same class, we 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 came here to do something different. We were sent here to do something different, yeah. and this was our opportunity. Now we may not end up uh, prevailing in this thing, but we are a lot better off today than we were uh, six well, weeks I ago. Well, I tell you what, y'all and did the do. Product of what the state is going to end up with is going to be a lot better. Now we still we, we still are not good. Well,
6: I re- I re- I go back and I have read on in a few minutes, but I'll go back when Gaiman and them had the fiscal hawks. It's the same type maybe called something different but it's the same type and they didn't always uh they didn't always win and prevail but they made them stop and think yep. they made them they, they had, had to, to work, work they had that's to work right. for it you know if you gonna, if these guys are going to rollercoaster i mean just roll us why not make them work on it yep. and, and and uh for that like i said last night they have night, to
20: go back and explain why they did what they did too i mean absolutely you know, but ultimately it's, but i gotta it's tell voters, you I, that's that's what they forget in this building here they forget that the ones that make the decisions are the ones back home. We want to think that the the uh, the mayors and the councilmen and the uh, like, he was saying, the economic, all that HB stuff, yeah. HB two stuff. That that's not what the people vote on. The people vote on somebody to go there and represent them, to stand in the in the gap for them, and uh, and make good judgments and good decisions. And uh, that's what we're. Well, do.
6: we we got to be different. In the next few years, so we will never insanity. What's you know going what insanity? Is, yeah, right? absolutely. We got to stop the insanity. I watch it every day, and it's it's uh it's sad, but but I will say this.
20: I'm sorry, I'm not a real fun
6: person to interview. No, no, you're fine. You? I'm here for. I got better things to do. You're my kind of guy. Yeah, well, I'm here. I'm here to, I'm here to <laughs> no, do but, business. But, but all I'm telling you is, is that we have to make a difference soon because as you look up our, every bodies moving out yeah even the advocate who don't the devil's advocate don't hit it much but they hit another story today that all these kids are going and going to texas after they graduate we've been shouting that from the top of the roof for 20 years and we don't do anything about it and if
20: we don't it's really to fall lose, back on you guys right. to do something about it and uh my grandkids are the ones that are going to suffer for it that's why i came here to change things hey hey last question
6: it. for you so you think if they pass uh uh, the spending cap, and they passed the budget, which at that point I understand the budget passing. But uh, you think that's going to keep our kids here? No, it's not going to do anything to make this state. It, it, it have anything to do with tort reform? No. <laughs> Insurance adjustment? None of that. None of No, we've got an
20: opportunity this next election, though. We've got to get some more people in here like us. we got people. People need to go to the polls and make their choices based on what's happened here the last two years. The first two years was a real struggle. But the things we've done in the last two years – People need to, to look at the voting records of the people that are here and make their decisions. The voting records, everything. Yeah. But uh, No,
6: man, I, I like somebody firing somebody that's not willing to fight. I think that's what you got to have. All right, we're going to let Philip go, but Brett Guyman is here, and uh, Brett has been one of the guys with the structure of all this stuff that's going on, and if he doesn't agree to that, we're going to lay it on him anyway. We're going to put a lot of pressure on him. Mr. Guyman. next up, you're listening to the Moon Show.
14: is out of control louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy one of the worst we need a new direction we need jeff landry as governor a former police officer army national guardsman sheriff's deputy and our louisiana attorney general jeff landry has a proven record of fighting crime A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana.
6: Our next governor. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street, and Highland Road, and Baton Rouge, and St. Charles Avenue, in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you hit it that way, make darn sure you go check out The Great Taste of Superior Grill. This is your Louisiana. Welcome back, Moon Griffon Show, on the road, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We're here at the state capitol, state treasurer's office. We're actually in the vault and uh, had some great guests today lined up and uh, appreciate everybody joining us. The uh, hotline is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, uh, joined by Representative Brett Geiman Again, Brett's played a big uh, part and he'll tell you he's not the only one, but he played a big part in trying to do what's right down here, especially when it came to the budget, and uh, among other things. But this is one of the main things that he had fought. And, Brad, by the way, by the way good morning. Good to see
11: you. Good again. morning to you. I man. saw you last night.
6: You didn't boo me but once
11: or twice. One, one time. <laughs> Loud. I hope you heard me.
6: <laughs> I saw I knew it was you. <laughs> <laughs> you uh a little disappointed. When you, when you pass a budget that y'all passed, I remember the excitement seeing yeah. in your eyes. I'm yeah. just being blunt with you. Yeah. You, and you, and you, and you. And you're not a different person, but you can yeah. tell some of, the, some of the, 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 the love went out of you because you see what's happening. Yeah. But you had a budget that you said they would talk about Louisiana and finally getting it straight. And, of course, with the help of the Senate, now some house a lot of House members, uh, it may not be reality.
11: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a disappointment, Moon, but um, I've been here before. I've seen it before, and, you, you know, you just you live to fight another day, and you, and you keep fighting, you keep fighting the fight. We've, um, we've, we've had a lot of people join us. Um, a lot of people have become more educated now about the budget. I heard your interview with uh, Treasurer Schroeder earlier, how he got started and, and how effective, you know, how he, we can all say he has had an impact on the fiscal status of the state because of his knowledge on the process of budgeting and the way he feels about it. So, I mean, it's not a, you know, you get some wins in there, but back to your point um that the budget that came out of the house was the best we've ever done no question hands down it 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 checked all the boxes it was everything that we ought to be doing to do generational change and now we've basically conceded that we're going to just give it all away we're going to back up on all that Now, look there's going to be some talking points that we did a few things we got a little bit of debt paid down and we you know maybe we didn't spend as much as we would have so you know we want to think that we had a little impact and and, and
3: yeah, move
11: the needle but gosh man what could we have had it's so disappointing to walk away from that because i don't know if we'll ever have this chance again you know when you when you first did the budget i remember you telling me you know moon this is
6: perfect if we do it this way he said but i know it's not going to be this budget when we come back we're just hoping it's more us than them yeah. and 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 ends up always swinging and and i think one of the reasons and i brought that up to i think it was shorter somebody earlier that the problem has always been the Senate because it looks like the Senate president and the governor. Now, in this case, the Senate president and governor, you can go back to John Alario with Jindal. You, you said we can just keep backing up. And it looks like the Senate gets hold of the governor's agenda and they run with it. And they are the communicators, they are the big players, yeah. they are the ones that could threaten people and all that with projects. And then that is where it all falls down. It all breaks yeah. down.
11: To you know, it is sad because I have, uh, and I will quote some of my fellow colleagues and i won't quote them by name but some of the things that i've heard the past few weeks is you know we're just tired of this but it's been 12 years and nothing's changed and you know we've got this opportunity and because the talking point is now oh well you know we we took a step in the right direction Oh, right. oh that's one my of your favorite yeah and then and then um and then oh next year we'll we'll just keep working it forward, you know, and, and look, and those are positive points and it's not, and I'm not saying we won't cause I guarantee you if yeah, I'm we back,
6: started, we start to sound like the saints well, now. Look,
11: if after I, the sixth game of the season, say, well, I'll wait till next year. Well, let me tell you this, <laughs> understand this. If I come back next year, you know, if I'm blessed to be reelected, I will certainly continue to can do the same things that we will do. And we'll gather those people back together again and we'll try again. Don't, don't think that we're giving up, but Some of my colleagues yesterday in a meeting we're in, they were saying the same thing. You know, man, we're just tired of us. not We're the only ones that can stop this. We can just say no. And that's the disappointing part is if we don't just say no, then the same thing happens over and over again. Change is hard. I told you that last time you interviewed me. Change is hard. And and it takes a lot of courage. And this is the other thing that I'm angry about. I'm going to say it right now and I probably shouldn't say it. The people that are calling all of our members of the legislature and beating them up to vote to bust a cap so they can get their stinking money and their project at home or wherever it is, not saying those projects aren't good, but you're running the state when you do that. And I'm going to tell you what, if I'm still here and we have those budget cuts that I think we're going to have that Treasurer Schroeder was talking about, yeah. I think we ought to call all them back and say this is your fault. Because you are are a pig at the trough right now, and you're not care, you don't care about my grandkids at all when you do that. No, I, I, matter of fact, you sounded like me now. I've been
6: saying that for a while. All these municipalities, we love you. We know you all need money and you need help and all that stuff, but you're not helping the big picture. Because one day there's not going to be any money for them, and then and, what are they going to do? Because and, the federal government's going to drive with the debt they have. And the m- and moon, storm. the money is still
11: going to be there for them. We're not saying we don't want to do those roads and bridges and, and water treatment and all the things that we need to do. <clears throat> We're not against any of that. Well, those are great projects. But my grandkids matter too. And, and your
6: grandkids going to be sitting in it, uh, Texas. And when big we Ar- big article today in uh, the Advocate. If you didn't see it, and the devil's advocate never gets anything right, but they got this right. Graduates of our colleges are moving to Texas, and they talk about well, they don't have the jobs here really yeah. so you think uh taking more government money sending it to government is going to make kids stay here yeah. how does that work i never heard yeah. i never heard that work they're going to get private sector jobs and they've been paid better but we don't even focus on that now you guys and then blake Miguez is gonna come up next you know you're the guys fighting for the fight but when they go back home behind you and go behind your back and start saying well, that guy's not good he vote for the project. Well, you didn't run voting for projects. No. You ran on being good government, good stewards of state money. You know, when, they,
11: when you're campaigning, they tell you, uh, you know, hey, 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 I'm so tired of the way things are going. You know, go over there and change it. You know, and then we all run and we say, oh, we're going to go over there and change it because we're tired of the way it is. We're going to go change it. But we never really change it well, because because at the end. You are a great guy for this conversation. Because I remember the fiscal hawk days. Mm -hmm. Y'all would
6: always end up with 30, 32, 33. About where we are right now. You needed 36. About where we are are right now. And we we, we haven't changed. We still got, you know, 25, 35 real conservative people that are really trying to do the state justice. But we never have enough because of the money.
11: Yeah. It's hard. It's, yeah, it's hard. not
6: fair that y'all get beat up,
11: it, up no, it, 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 back home because of senators that run around and, and say, well, oh, God's not doing it, so you better get on him for his project. You know, we can, but we can change it. Right leadership in the House and Senate, right governor, right legislators, as I think Representative Tarver said earlier, you know, elect the right people across the state. But we can change it. We can change it because you just need to have the courage and you got to have somebody leading at the top to let that courage funnel down to the membership. The people at the trough don't want to
6: change it because they don't understand there's a better way. They're so used you've been here a long time. They're so used to saying this is the way we always done it. And there's also a percentage of people that make a lot of money off of government. We understand. And those people are the ones those people the ones that keep pushing for government in louisiana not to change because they make out like bandits
11: the one thing we said this year that i thought was on point you know we we think these projects are good we're not against them we want to do them but we'll do them when we're able to do them and you know over the next couple of years and 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 maybe it's a good plan that came back from the senate but here's the one thing i would tell you there's a better plan there's a better way and you just said that there's always there's a better way to do this in our case a lot better and that that's kind of the narrative that we've been trying to say look your project in your district is really important and we can go get the money we can fund all these projects right now today but there's a better way pay off the debt free up recurring money look don't bust the expenditure limit Put look these, Brad, i would you know, love to get my wife a condo in florida
6: okay i'd love to go buy my new bass boat but that ain't happening because i can't afford that right now yeah. But there's a better way, if I can get to that way where you don't have any debt, you might go do something like that. Good, it, good it, analysis. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, uh, I, I got a house note still, and I had some other stuff that I just paid off. So, really, I'm down on my house note, okay? And so, but I'm not going to go back in debt and go get a condo. If I pay my house off, I might look at doing it. There's always a better way. Yep. Louisiana. It's, it, the reason we're last. the reason these kids are leaving, the reason we're not changing anything is that we don't accept a better way. We accept the status quo. Yep. And the status quo, you've been here for a while and you're back. You tell me what's changed because I'm really going to write it down. And I mean changed in the way we do business. No, I, put, I don't, I don't mean, I mean in the way we do business. You tell no, me how it, changed. It
11: has not changed at all, and it's been uh, a, every governor, you know, Blanco, jindal now edwards and whoever the next person is it's not going to change until we the legislature and the people demand it yeah. change it because it's too easy to stay in the system we're in and you heard treasurer Schroeder talk about it they, they take projects and they hold you leverage the last you. question yep. i'll let you
6: get out of here yep. right and i appreciate brad you've been a better been a real warrior yep. uh so we get through the legislative session can you tell me one thing out of all this money coming through that louisiana a lot better now, our migration, our kids from leaving, anything in these bills and any of this money we spend is going to stop that. I would
11: say this. I think the the, the, the impact that my friend Blake McGee gets next to me and others in the legislature now, Philip Tarver, who was here earlier, um, the impact that we've had, we, we are at least talking about paying off debt and we will make a payment toward debt, which is a, which is a big improvement. And so we, we can at least claim that victory if we lose today on the House floor and we do a raise expenditure limit. We can at least claim that victory that we at least move the needle on y'all made them work yeah there ain't no doubt yeah. about it yeah. and that, that if you're gonna
6: walk away say look we're giving it everything we got yeah. they had to work you know how you know they had to work because you guys are getting called from the municipalities and their friends yeah. back home about how you better pass this yeah. or we ain't gonna vote for you yeah. that's when you know you're doing something to move the needle yeah
11: no and doubt. it's a shame because I, y'all shouldn't have to take that abuse yeah and i tell you what i'm proud of the, i'm proud of everyone who fought with us because it, it's, it's a I great been, group it's a great group i, I told you last
6: night I don't, I don't thank the guys that fight. It's just never enough. Mm-hmm. I'm always on the guys that don't want to do what's right, and they get mad. But the guys that fight and the ladies that fight, like you guys, I appreciate it. I'm going to let you go, man. Thank I know you, you. got to go to work. Thank you. And I appreciate it. Uh, Representative Blake Muget going to join us for a few minutes. I'll get him out of here, too, because they got a meeting to go to. And then we're going we're gonna to walk the floors of the house and the Senate and just see what's going on. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show. Yes, ma'am
21: remember recess our children may not because our kids are busy learning how to take a standardized test one size fits all that's what teachers must teach the leap test so it's hard to get kids onto the playground to learn citizenship responsibility and character these things can be the difference between an auto mechanic and a car thief experts know kids do better when you let them be kids but our experts don't they make teachers teach a test Meanwhile, we're 2,500 teachers short because we don't pay them or let them do their jobs. So pay them, let them do their jobs. While we're at it, let's provide farm-fresh food to kids at school. Our farms have an abundance, our kids need the nutrition, and our schools already make meals. My name is Hunter Lundy. I paid for this ad because I'm running for governor. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and an independent. Exercise, life skills, teachers who teach, and farm-fresh food. Why not hot? I'm Mike
13: Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today, Let's Talk Auction,
8: 337-824-0422. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating.
6: Call them today, make the pets go away. J&J Exterminating.
8: Get the shield.
6: Yeah.
1: Cape Hell covers Acadiana with Lowry's Printing and Copying.
3: Games across Acadiana. Acadiana's ultimate scavenger hunt is a fundraiser for Miles Perrett Cancer Services. Activities started up last week and continue through June 17th. All the activities are free and loads of fun for the entire family. You are competing for points with a variety of activities. 50 prizes to be awarded, including a grand prize of $10,000. Get the details at slash GAA. Hey, you young folks and adults alike, there are swimming pools under Lafayette Consolidated Government, the Martin Luther King Pool will be open this summer on mondays tuesdays thursdays and fridays there's also a swimming pool at the Robichaux recreation center on eras landry road in lafayette if you have questions about uh, times and the rules for the swimming pools call 311 and ask about lcg's swimming pools
1: if you or your organization has an event that you would like to get on the KPL community calendar Email it to news at kpel965.com. That's news at kpel965.com.
6: This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at matthewjames.com. Um. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Last segment of this hour of the program, uh, when the state treasurer was uh, a vault, really, and it really is the old vault at the time, and uh, we've enjoyed ourselves. Uh, last guest of the day is uh, Representative Blake Nigas. Blake, good to see you, bud. Oh, great seeing you. Good morning, Moon. I was talking with some of the members
18: downstairs, and they, they heard you up here in the, the vault, and they were wondering if I could lock you in on my way out.
6: <laughs> Actually, Mandy Lander came and uh wanted to get on a program and i really didn't have time for it, but i promised her she can call back in so she wanted to come on here and i appreciated coming up here but i had already kind of set the field but i will get she's back got there. a
18: few different views than i do she's gonna have politics. different views
6: than me but we as usual she wants to come on we want on yeah you've, you've always problem.
18: had an open door policy i know you're still looking forward to a few more guests from the legislature coming on over. Uh, always always but i
6: i don't think i don't i don't think the speaker in the, in the parish uh the senate president's gonna come and I really welcome both of them together. That'd really be fun. Uh hey Blake, one thing real quick. Last night we uh Vic- great crowd last night at the freedom caucus deal i mean i was like gigantic last night yeah very and i know you're part of the freedom caucus
18: well very surprised and i stopped by and um i obviously i had a table at the event had some uh, great republican women from lafayette area and from east baton Rouge parish join me and i thought this would be an event maybe 50 to 100 people sort of like a normal hayride event but when i showed up the entire ballroom was packed they had about 400 people they were there jammed up and uh, I mean the speakers were kind of okay. There's <laughs> one guy up there, you know, not a very good looking guy. He has a, the face for radio. By the way, I,
6: I, I said the same thing about Alex Ceballos. Oh, you talking about me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. <laughs> actually, actually, I had to. Uh, it was it was kind of it was it was the, the, the keynote got got tied up and didn't make it. So they walked up to me right before. McKay goes. You know, how are you going to do, five or ten minutes? I said, yeah. He said, I need you to do about 30 minutes. I said, huh? <laughs> he said. Well, "So."
18: I, I can tell you the spirit in that uh, that room was great. There was a lot of candidates running for office, a lot of a lot conservative of candidates, and, and some of them came to me after and said, this is giving me inspiration and truly shows me the path to why I want to run for office and why I want to put my best foot forward to improve good, Louisiana. Good. Uh, Representative Fer- Furman there, Gabe Furman, was in the crowd. He was the author of the bill that bans gender mutilation,
6: yeah, we had um, him on earlier.
18: For, yeah. um, for miners, And I tell you, the entire crowd, when they brought his bill up, the entire crowd gave him a standing ovation for having the courage to bring that
6: bill forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a couple, some bills you got, and, you, and, and you've gotten bills through, but it seems like they like to punish you because you always got the good, strong bills dealing with guns. You, that's what you do. That you, You're an expert at that. Uh, the Zuckerberg's bill, which... Where are we with that bill right now? Is that dead already? Did the Senate
18: kill it again? So the Zuckerberg bill, that stops Mark Zuckerberg from dumping a bunch of money and basically buying your election system off by paying for local elections, turn out vote in Democrat, predominantly Democrat mm-hmm. districts. We also added uh, into the legislation to stop foreign governments being able to do that. This year it's in a constitutional amendment. So the governor's vetoed it for the last three years. So we said, you know what? The people want to voice in this process. I've been very strong on election integrity. I'm going to bring this bill and send it straight to the people and let them decide. Pass overwhelmingly in the House. It got over to the Senate multiple weeks ago, and they've been sort of sitting on the bill with the back there. Will they move it? They, they brought it up um, at a bad time in the Senate. It got a party line vote. A lot of Republicans voted for it. We were missing four Republican senators on the floor. So now it's after the threshold where you need to allow the bill. Yeah, two-thirds vote now. Well, the 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 instrument these two-thirds, but already actually bring the bill up procedurally. You have to have two-thirds of both chambers. The Senate obtained their two-thirds yesterday. I'm hoping that um, the Speaker will allow us to bring it up for a procedural vote today so the House can concur in that, and then it'll go to the Senate floor for a debate with all the Republicans in the room. We're getting down to crunch time. I hope these Republican senators in particular, our Senate Governmental Affairs uh, chairlady who's carrying the bill on the floor for me in the Senate, Sharon Hewitt, can come through for the people of Louisiana and give them a voice. And, And I'll ask the listeners out there, do you want Mark Zuckerberg toying with your elections, and do you want foreign governments from toying with your elections? The answer's easy. The answer is no. We don't want but, them doing that.
6: But I want to back up because you got it passed the House and Senate vetoed by the governor, correct? Yes, two. Or you three got th- it passed the House and the Senate. Set on it last year. Yes, they did sit on it to the last hour. Um, and they the never, they never tried to push it through.
18: Well, they in the same situation. They waited to the very end, allowed Democrats to do Bagneris rule to kick the bill, the controversial bills, off to the end, and then put me in a situation where I needed a two-thirds vote in a majority bill, and one of the senators had already taken off, and he was leaving the Capitol, headed out for vacation, and we were we were one vote missing. We got the most votes out of any bill. that, that By the
6: way, this is an easy bill to pass. Very you would think easy. with two-thirds of sen- Republicans and two-thirds in the uh, Senate.
18: Well, you need, you, need, you need strong leadership to tell yep. the Democrats, no, I know you're opposed to the bill. Just vote no. But if we're going to pass things that are going to make the people of Louisiana proud, we're going we're to pass things that improve uh, gun rights. We're going to pass things that have stronger election integrity. We're going to pass things that protect innocent life in the womb. We're going to pass things that
6: protect children, Louisiana's greatest asset. Now, you've you you you've been in the in legislature. This is your eighth year, right? Ninth year. Ninth year. And uh, I want everybody to know Blake's running for the Senate. He's running in Senate District 22. Yes. And we all know who's in that district seat now. But we're gonna leave that alone. Uh, And Blake, I highly recommend they support you. We need a change in the Senate. If every Louisiana citizen in your district would look up, and you don't think the Senate's been hurt by bad leadership and bad senators, you're wrong. We need some conservative. You. And Alan Seaball and some of these folks have got to win those Senate seats. I, 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 I'd go beg everybody in the district to realize we've got to have some real conservatives to make the changes we need.
18: What I plan on doing is taking the experience that I have in the House, the conservative leadership that I've learned there, and bringing it to the Senate, bringing a backbone to the Senate. I can tell you that there are some senators there that are very conservative, and they want to do the right thing. But they just need more conservatives standing alongside of them to help them lead the way. And that's what I plan on doing. I plan on bringing that leadership over to the Senate. And I want to make Louisiana a place that we can all be proud to call home. When left comes to Louisiana, I want the state Senate to stand up and say, it's dead. Yeah. Just, like, just like in Florida. And Florida and Texas are taking all of our children. We have out-migration problems. We Big can time. fix that with a strong Republican governor, strong Senate leadership. And I can just hope that the House can maintain
6: their supermajority as well. Well, you need, you need some leadership to be right as a Speaker of the House as well. You need to speak of the House, the Senate, and the governor to all be strong on the same page. And that page needs to be We change in Louisiana. We're sick of watching our kids leave. It
18: starts from the top, though, the fourth floor of the governor's mansion. You get a strong Republican governor there. And it just leads the other members. It ends up leading to strong conservative leadership, a Republican leadership that you can count on. And it leads to members doing the right thing. And I look forward to that day. I think uh, the voters have had enough, Moon. I think they're going to go out there and they're going to vote for conservative candidates. They're going to vote for... Conservative Republican governor. And it's going to take us a decade, but we're going to fix this state and we're going to try to keep our kids living here in Louisiana, raising our grandkids here in Louisiana, yep. and then with them
6: employed here in Louisiana where they can make a living. You uh, uh and I know it's like everything else, tough race. It's a tough fight. I hope, I wish there would be enough voters today vote against uh raising the spending cap even if he don't win well i know what the i right want them vote to realize they can vote here and when the budget comes that's a different vote if they just stand up right here
18: well, i know what the right vote is today when you got an extra three billion dollars in spending you need to pay down your debt the, this 7.25 percent unfunded accrued liability debt you pay that off in order to be able to go and do construction projects at 3% interest? I mean, it's a no-brainer there, Moon. We've got to make sure that we pay off these debt liabilities because we have to make sure the next governor doesn't inherit a billion-dollar shortfall where all the things that we talked about with the right people in place fixing this state, he can't focus on it because he has a billion-dollar shortfall, and we don't want to raise people's taxes.
6: How can people get in touch with you to help you in the campaign?
18: Go on BlakeMiguez.com on the internet or go to my Facebook, which is BlakeMiguez, and look me up. I'm running for State Senate District 22, and you can count on me to be a conservative, dependable vote, and I'm going to protect your children.
6: Yeah, we need need a real conservative in 22 that not had one in 12 years. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this hour. We'll take a break. Uh, God bless. Have a great day.
15: show that's not immune to facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL.